Welcome to the 20th episode of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matoro. Taco Bill back in the saddle. It's our 20th week anniversary for the show. I'm very excited. We have a huge show for you planned out today. Nonstop total action. It's actually, yeah, total nonstop action. TNA wrestling. Got it. Perfect. Great joke. Uh, we got a whole crazy show for you today lined up. We're going to do everything we normally do, uh, you know, run through everything in music, movies, video games, television. And we today we usually always talk about how we want to keep the show shorter or we want to get out of here. We do record it, you know, in between 7.30 and 8.30 in the morning on a Saturday. And then when it never happens today, we're throwing that out the window. It's our 20th. We're just going to go till we're done. Um, but we definitely want to bring you the best possible content for our big time 20th episode. Because next week, you know, most shows go 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100. No, next week we're going to be having a big one because it's our 21st and we can legally drink. We're having mimosas, brother. <laughs> Uh, our opening topic for the for the day, Sam, is something that really brings back childhood memories. Nothing says early two thousands like frosted tips. <laughs> As for the reason he brings that up is, usually he has wrestling on or something like that, and I'm looking at you know I'm like oh man I see Goldberg I see um, uh, Lesnar and there's this guy interviewing him and I'm looking at this guy I'm like I wonder how old this is. This guy's got frosted tips. I was like, this has to be old. We're watching right now on the WWE Network. We're watching Survivor Series 2003. Uh, little known fact about me, I've been up since 2 a.m. So That's uh, why your voice is a little <laughs> coarse. <laughs> it's coarse today. Um, but I just was like kind of n- not tired. So I put on Survivor Series 2001 and just let it roll. And then the way WWE Networks on, uh, works on the Xbox is when you're done the one pay-per-view for the one year, it just goes to the n- same pay-per-view for the next year, kind of like Netflix, how it goes to the next episode. So I'm on Survivor Series 2003. It's my third Survivor Series watching since 2 a.m. when I woke up. He can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> Don't want to stop. We have the Dudleys. Sexual Chocolate Mark Henry, Christian, <laughs> Rob Van Dam, Scott Steiner, Stone Cold, Booker T, Eric Bischoff, Stacy Keebler, Legs for Days, um, Chris Jericho. There you go. There's a low blow yeah. from Scott Steiner to Booker <laughs> T. So just all this is a Survivor Series elimination matchup that there has not been an elimination with. Oh, Shawn Michaels, the Heartbreak Kid. So we got a crazy stack match. We're watching right to our side here, just a few feet away. But we're watching an interview with Brock Lesnar, and I forget who the dude doing the interview was. He still he was around for a while. And no, it wasn't Michael Cole. It wasn't Coachman. Um, some dorky looking white dude. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> I think. He reminds me of Scott Hansen from from the from Red Zone, but it's not. He I think he even still might be around on WWE doing internet content, um, but he's interviewing Brock Lesnar and saying like, "You tapped out, you lost," and he grabs him by the the, the, the throat and says, "Yeah," and he says, "Listen here, I didn't tap out." And Sam walks in and he goes, "Who's got the tips? Like <laughs> the tips? Um, did you know anybody? Because I know. Why, you know why, why did I say that? We grew up around the corner from each other. Why am I trying to set you up with a question? Yeah. Let's just get this out of the way." Anthony Pino, oh, we got you, okay. brother. He did have tips. I'm trying to think. 
He was probably oh, – there had to be more people who had I, tips. I have three off the top of my head. Four. Have, no, I didn't have tips. tips no. I mean, God forbid, I would never. I was already a blonde growing up. I growing think, up, I was a bleach blonde. I think one time, remember that spray used to come out, like the sun would turn your hair blonde. I think I, I did that once. It didn't even work. No, it's like, ah, forget it. I ain't never dying shit. Yeah, lemon juice used to work, and then the spray stuff, that's what I think Pinot used. It was in a green bottle. Um, Mike Forward used oh, yeah, to forward. trust tips. Bubbles frosted his oh, tips. Oh, my God. <laughs> That was probably the funniest. That was tips the good one because he just he we would be skating <laughs> and he just would ride around our, the cul-de-sac on his bike and he'd stop and be like, he had the frosted tips and then he always had that um that baby blue t-shirt. Oh my god, we always busted his chops. <laughs> yeah, Mike was a big puka shell ne- uh, necklace kind of guy with uh, the frosted tips and the chokers and oh, stuff. That, well, the shell necklace. That's a that's a whole other thing. <laughs> she is convinced. Ashley's convinced that it was me. And I, was n- I never wore a, a puka I, shell. Why would I do that skating? I would I, I think slice my neck open. I, I know one time years ago, my mom did get me a pair, and I did wear it for a while. Until I think it broke playing football or something. But You wore your puka shells playing I, football? I, I think I did. I, I just remember. What kind of son are you? I just remember Aren't it broke. Aren't you embarrassed? Oh, I mean, wearing it now, thinking about it, maybe. But, you know, Mama Dukes, get it for you. You know, you got to wear it. Absolutely. No, I meant that you played it during playing football. Uh, not that you had maybe one. Maybe that or basketball. It's something. It, also, I know it, it broke. You don't play the puka. You don't wear the puka shells while you're playing. In sports. That's <sighs> Puka 101. You win some and lose some, brother. The only other one that's sticking out to me that I remember that had frosted tips, and I leave him for last because he deserves to be in a category all on his own. Don't say chubs. Dave Davis. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I do remember he did yeah, have the tips. Yeah, he deserves to have a category all on his own. We miss you, pal. Um, with that being said, just wanted to have a little fun on the 20th anniversary. We talked about starter jackets last week. We talked about <laughs> frosted tips. I figure if we talk about Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z and other stuff from our childhood, we might as well go full 90s and talk about frosted tips I mean, and starter jackets. We had to. Next next week, maybe it'll be skateboarding and scootering or something. Hey, I still skateboard. <laughs> We got a, a lot of compliments on the starter jacket conversation from last week. Because well, everyone knows how badass them jackets were, you yeah. know? Yeah, people, people from work were coming up to me telling me what teams they had and uh, asking why I was uh, Florida Marlins and stuff like that. They also, they also wanted to call you out for something. What did I do? One, one person in particular came up to me. He goes, Ken Griffey Jr. was the, the Mariners, not the Marlins. What did I say, the Marlins? You said the, you said the Marlins, and I was like, oh, yeah, you got it. And you're like, yeah, because like Ken Griffey Jr., I was like, oh, wow. I didn't want to say anything. Well, hey, but our know. listeners, remember, we don't edit here. This is just that's right. We tape as live. Thirty a.m. Thinking, you know what I mean. If you saw our notes right now, you wouldn't be so offended. Yeah, they are, you they are the we're definition. Doing pretty good. Yeah, the definition of chicken scratch. Just a little heads up on how we kind of do the show. Um, usually Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Sam and I gather notes. We have a system where we put notes in this uh, in this kind of folder, or what have you, shared folder, so we can both view them at any time. And uh, we usually try to get that done early, but things happen throughout the week. So this week was especially busy at work. And so uh, I didn't have a chance to literally do anything um, at all. Literally. Nothing. (laughs) So I didn't get my notes for this show this week until I woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning and put Survivor Series on. As I'm doing notes, trying to play a little Super Mario Maker, I didn't play Pokemon at all, Friday or Saturday or Friday this morning. I Sometimes you need a little bit of a break, you know. No, I, well, I just I wanted to. Well, that was that was chance. me. I didn't. I don't think I played all week until yesterday. That was mm. the only day. I yeah, played. you played the shit out yeah. of yesterday. Well, I played. I probably good for played you. a good good two hours solid. Good for you. Stuff. Yeah, I've been I've been uh, just going back, uh, evolving things, fighting Elite Four to get because I got all three starters now. Yeah, there's, it's, a, it's a way to evolve, get money. Yeah, there's real quick though. You know, I'll save it to to when we talk about it for gaming, but um. So that's the way we usually do our notes, but I didn't get my chance to do my notes until, you know, like 
two thirty this morning, two o'clock this morning. So Sam th- goes, you know, this morning when he's driving over, he texts, he's like, "Thanks for the notes." And I was like, "They're in pocket, I promise you." But they were there five hours ago. I just put them in. So we're we're. I don't do handwritten notes. You can hear this. That's that's me and a and a book. I'm usually a. I have them all on my phone in order, perfectly written with whatever I want to say with all of our like, you know, drops and things we want to put in there and our and our plugs for the we podcast we know things and stuff. But nope, don't got it. Today Back I just to the basics today. <laughs> today I hand wrote. I feel like we're in the Stone Age. But with that being said. Um, we definitely want to still do that. Uh, so we want to talk about we podcast and we know things.com. We podcast and we know things.com, not reading, is your one-stop shop for everything we podcast and we know things. Basically, what happens is you go to that website, you can follow our Facebook feed, you can get our Instagram feed right there on the site. You can like us or follow us and see all of our activity right there from our homepage when we podcast and we know things. You can also view our iTunes link. So if you want to go subscribe to the show on either iTunes or Stitcher, you can do that as well, which is really neat. Uh, You don't have to go searching through your iTunes or or on your phone or anything like that. We give you, we give you the link right there for you to go to. Uh, Also, um, something else that we have for you uh, is our Loot Crate link. And if you don't know by now what it is, monthly geek and gamer service sends you right to your front door. So every month they have a theme. We have the speed theme. We had the horror theme in October. Last month we had magical. This month in December, no, it's not Christmas. I don't think they want to offend anybody. They're going to go revolution. So December's theme is revolution. Fight the power and get ready to ring in a brand new tomorrow with December's crate because we're starting a revolution. Revolution ends 1219 at 9 p.m. Pacific time and includes franchises such as Assassin's Creed, only in theaters December 21st, Mr. Robot and Firefly. And I've said it before, I'm not going to be getting this crate. I'll be, st- I'll still get mine. Yeah, I'm, I don't. I, I played all the Assassin's Creed games. I still don't like them. I give them all a shot and never care for them. Never watched Firefly, even though I wanted to. I, that is on my list. And Mr. Robot on my list as well. But I've not watched it, so I can't formulate an opinion. You know me. I'm in it for the shirts. I know it is really good, but I'm disappointed. Like I didn't want. Why would they? Why would Loot Crate go Fantastic Beasts for the wearable? When Game of Thrones is the more popular thing, my only guess is because Fantastic Beasts had just hit theaters, that's, so they wanted to capitalize on the quick popularity. That's what I'm thinking. And of course, like we had last time, they had the Broadway play that they're working on for that, and there's more books coming, there's more movies coming, so I think they you know, struck while the iron top. Yeah, the Harry Potter universe is alive and well. Uh, if this is the time of the week, though, where we do our trivia question for each other. Um, if you don't know, well, we'll do a quick one where we just give each other a trivia question. If you know the answer, you get one point. If you do not know the answer, you can push for multiple choice, which will give you one half of a point. In a couple months' time, we will announce an actual time, maybe June or July. Um, <laughs> Whatever we feel like. Yeah, we will tally up the scores. Whoever has the most points, the other person will give them a challenge or whatever. We'll have winners and losers, and and we'll make sure that we uh, take care of that. What's it, two and a half to one? It is two to one half. No, I got got a full point. Last week? Yeah, I know I got a full point now. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, you got the uh, multiple choice. You got a half right. I did not get yours right. Yours last week was, wasn't your shit like, oh, I did. did. So it's two and a half to one. two and a half to one. I did not update the standings. That's what I think. Whoa, don't take away my point, brother. Last week was DBZ for you. Yep. And I, huh. And you asked me the age of Rocky. Ah, that's correct. 
So yes, it is two and a half for me and one for Sam. In reality, it's two and a half for me, one half for Sam, and one half for Damien. <laughs> no, we're, we're one, brother. We're one. <laughs> uh, so this week's trivia, do you want to start it off or do you would you like me to? I, I'll go for it. Right. Mine's, mine's pretty easy. You should know this. What actor played Chewbacca in the Star Wars series? What stuff? No. How do you not know this? And I'm not even, you know me, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I watched all Give the Give me movies. the names. You don't know? You no. honestly don't know this? No. I didn't start to like Star Wars till I was like 21. Either did I. Either did I, and I still know who plays it. Okay, here we go. But I am better with actors than you. Yeah, very much. A, Christopher Lee. No. B, Kenny Baker. Maybe. C, Peter Mayhew. D, Ian McDormand. C. Peter Mayhew? Yes. Correct. Boom. That's, you know, guys like Christopher Lee is the only one that I knew that wasn't it. Everybody else, I could have been a maybe. Yeah, Christopher Lee, he was... He was Dracula. He was like the... He was a Travis, lot of horror. Kenny yeah. Baker, R2-D2. And yeah. another guy was right. the Chancellor. All right. So, yeah, Christopher Lee did uh, the, the in the prequels. He was in those two. But he was he's famous for uh, the Christopher Lee. Um, he was famous for, like, kind of the recreation of Dracula after Bela Lugosi and all those guys Lord passed away. Rings. He was in Lord of the Rings, too. All right. Your trivia this week is centered around music. Oh, Christ. This is the second time I'm giving Sam a music trivia question in four or five weeks that has to do with the early November. All right, let's see what I got. On the original drive through Records DVD, <sighs> volume number one, under live performances, the early November plays a live song at either the Warp Tour, which I think it is Warp Tour 2002, or Skate and Surf 2002. What song do they play? Oh, Christ. If, if, if my memory serves, they're playing in an auditorium. No, that's for that's drive through seat. That's uh, oh, the shit. the second DVD. This is the first one. They're outdoors. Ace has the giant hair. They all have white T-shirts on, and it sounds like garbage. It was apparently their first like big live performance. And this is this the one where Serge jumps in stage? The, I, I can I cannot answer that question. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to answer. It. I want to just get it. There's a reason I can't answer that question. By the way, I have a follow up that's not going to count for. Points, but I, I have a follow-up that I can't. This, is, this might be where he breaks both his feet or his uh, ankles. Okay, okay. Surge, that is. <sighs> Shit. I don't want to ask for it. I'm thinking it's every night's another story. I'm thinking. <sighs> Do I take the risk or I hear it? Baby Blue came, came second album. Let's go to every night's another story. You're correct. It is every night's another story. However, follow-up question, not for points, for fun. Which early November member is the only one who's not a part of the either a part of the band at that time or did not play at that time? There's, oh, the new guy. No, no, no. Oh, I'm not talking, talking about Ultra Bill. Okay, I'm talking Ultra about at Bill. the time before Ultra Bill came in. It was the four of them: Joe, Serge, Ace, and Chris. Which one of them was not on the stage performing at that for that? Uh, Video. Well, I'm, I'm thinking. <coughs> had obviously Ace is there. I'm thinking my boy Serge was there. You know, Frig Joe. <laughs> you get to say that like that. Is it Joe? It's Serge. Is it Serge? That's why it was not when he jumped out. That was on all of that was episode or not episode two, volume, volume two. two. All of that was fine. See, it's, it's been so long since I seen. Them. I'm just they all mushed together. Was volu- that was uh, the the first one, and it sounded like garbage. Where we, where was Serge? Did they tell you? I don't. I believe he wasn't in the band at that time. And if he was, he might have been Maybe out sick hurt or, or sick. Yeah, but there was just a little white kid in jeans. 
Oh, I, just I, running I around the back. stage like an idiot. Oh, I, I have him. Oh, I mean, so so do I. It's just yeah. been so long. But yeah. good to see that he at least running around trying to keep up with Serge. We, we just. If you don't know, man, the drive through DVDs were our childhood. Oh, we watched all four of them? Uh, four of them. Yeah, I didn't really like the fourth one, though. We were more one and two. One, two, and a little bit of three. A little bit of three. Three tailed off, then drive through is no more. Um, <clears throat> I had another question that I was d- debating on. Um, but then Save it. Well, no, no, no. It's fine. I'm never going to use it. drive through <laughs> towards the tail end of their run as drive through Records, broke off okay. and had a second record company. Un, like a record label underneath of drive through that some bands like Houston Calls, I want to say even Dave Malilo, but he might have been drive through and like Genoa got signed to <clears throat> that wasn't under drive through. I have no idea. None? No. Zilch. Even if you gave me the, the names, I wouldn't have any idea. Yeah. I just knew drive through. What was your favorite drive through band? Oh, it had to be early November. Early November, movie life, mm. starting line. You know, I'm easy. And you know, it's funny, we still see. All of those bands live. Well, you know, sorry, long they have their Christmas show. You yeah, know. and they just released it. Well, not just. I shouldn't say that. They had a uh, three-song little EP they did. It's yeah, like a they were supposed to come out with a CD or something. Then I never heard nothing since they. They still might. They might announce something at the holiday tour. You never know. True. You never ever. Yeah, know. I'm not going to see them this year, but maybe next year. We'll see what's up. They still owe us that one song. <laughs> that one. What one? What's the one where he's like, I, I, it's like, remember he said he was on stage, like, this is like my nightmare. Everyone screams for the song and I can't play it on bass or something. It's bedroom talk. Yeah, it's a bedroom talk. Yeah, I don't think they, uh, is it because they can't play it on bass? Because I think he, probably, I, he, since he can't, I think it's just because it's the line is, no, like, I'm going to tear your ass up like we just got oh, married. Well, grow up. We're not 10 no more. I mean, I'm just saying. I thought, I thought he said that he has trouble on, on bass or something like, it's like, it's like it's his nightmare or something. I don't know. I can't even. I'm trying to find out the damn. Um, hold on, I can do this. I don't remember the uh, the other label's name. That's why I was saying I can't like. Oh, dude, I, I have no idea. I didn't even know they had another label. I'm yeah, they did. They did. Um, they weren't. It wasn't friggin' drive through. I don't think it was. Because it's. I'm looking at like Houston calls, who I know. At least I thought I knew. Oh, there it is. Rushmore. Rushmore uh-huh. Records. Never That's heard it. Of it. And it, yeah, Houston Calls became the second band to sign with Rushmore Records, a sister label of Drive Thru. I knew I was freaking. You know what? They're not there no more, I'd imagine. No, they had Houston Calls, Self Against City, which was one of my favorite bands in the 2003 2004 era. The cover, Day at the Fair, Madison, the track record, and The Mile After. The Mile After kind of popular track record was okay. Madison was a screaming band. They were, I know they nothing, were, Jon Snow. They were wannabe senses fail. That's all they were. Um, they had like some, it was like Mix Marching at Gunpoint at Noon or something like that was one of their songs. That's the only one I ever, I ever liked out of Madison, but Houston Calls is still one of my favorites. I love listening to them. Uh, I drove to somewhere in like North Jersey, crazy, like two hour, two, two and a half hours away to see Dave Malilo. You remember him? Yeah, I remember. I know you like him. Yeah, he was one of, he was like. He was like Steve Mochler for me before Steve Mochler and like the Rocket Summer. He was even before that. And he was a solo artist who became the bassist of Cute Is What We Aim For, oddly enough. But he was a really, really solid solo artist, beautiful voice, wonderful singer, wonderful talent. I drove up to see him. I can't remember where in New Jersey, but Houston Calls was actually the, the headliner that night. So we saw Houston Calls, The Showcase, and Dave Malilo. And it was me, Brittany Mayer. She just got married, so congratulations. And Ange Wright. 
And it's just like that was the craziest trio of people I've ever hung out with. And it was so much fun. We like road tripped up, had a good time. We like bounced a little early because it was a long night. But super fun. Like I can't even. I mean, I I don't know any of the bands, but I know you did always like Houston. Houston Calls. Yes. (laughs) I know. That that shows my knowledge of of them bands. All right. Uh, So I just updated the scores. We both got a full point. So it's oh, oh baby, sorry. So it's two, three and a half to two. Sam is only a point and a half behind. You can make that up in a solid span of two weeks, where yeah, I'll you have to give you some hard questions for reals because you know you're making all these things topical. Nah. You know we're going to be talking about Star Wars a little bit later, but first, but first we want to talk about gaming because we had said last week PSX was coming up. As a matter of fact, it was the same day that we recorded last week, so we were a little early on the recording, so we couldn't announce all the cool things that happened. But so much cool stuff happened at PX. Excuse me, PSX last month. Before we talk about the big announcements from PSX, we do want to say that, admittedly, you know, I'm an Xbox guy. Sam's a PlayStation guy. I'm a Marvel guy. Sam's a DC guy. We have some differences. PS4 won the month of November over Xbox for the first time in four months and has now hit, as of December 6th, 50 million consoles sold. That's pretty impressive. Very impressive. Who would have thought that the PS4 Pro would take them over over the top? Yeah, PS4 Pro was getting not panned, but it was just meh. But I guess it was meh enough. Plus, PS4 at $300 now is a very attractive buy. I'm just surprised that I guess all them people got them 4K TVs. I guess all them prices are coming down. People are going out and spending, you know, the couple hundred. Yeah, but 4K TV is irrelevant for PS4 Pro unless because it's only for Blu-ray that it's 4K. Gaming is not in 4K on PS4 I, Pro. That's sure? the shit part. Yeah. I thought the gaming was 4K and they couldn't play Blu-rays. Mm-mm. Or maybe it is. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. I was going to say, like, wait a minute, I'm getting, now I'm getting confused. All right, let me, uh, let's talk about the PlayStation 4. I'm sorry, the PlayStation Experience. What am I doing? I'm so off today. And, and, and it was live on Facebook like we, we thought it would be. Yeah, it was live on Facebook. It was live on YouTube. It was live on IGN. It was live everywhere. So they live streamed it. Uh, a lot of fun. I got to watch most of it. So what I actually did was I was about 30 minutes late. I was taking a shower cleaning the house or something like that. So I, what I do is I go to the live feed. I instantly I mute my computer so I don't hear anything. I instantly pause it, and I rewind it to the beginning of the show. So I'm yeah I'm 30 you, minutes you, you behind. Can, you can do that on the live stream. I didn't know that you could actually pause and go back. Yeah, oh, I didn't. Know. So it's just, think of it like DVR. That's all it is. So I watched it from the beginning. So when you were texting me about something, we'll say in a minute. Yeah. I didn't read it because I knew when I saw your name that it was going to be a spoiler, and I was about 30 minutes behind. So once that I saw it, and then I would I'd be able to answer your text. Uh, but here, crazy things happen to PSX. And we kind of knew it. I mean, last year, like we said, they announced Street Fighter V as a PlayStation exclusive, this, that, and the other. This week, or this year, they opened and closed the show with Naughty Dog. They opened the show finally with Uncharted 4's single-play DLC, but not featuring Nathan Drake, featuring Chloe from, I believe, Uncharted 2, and Nadine, who made her debut in Uncharted 4, a female-driven story chapter standalone DLC. Well, that's not, how much is that, or does that come free if you already have it? I don't think it's going to be free. It'll probably probably be around ten bucks. But any obviously any fan of Uncharted is going to get it no matter what. And it was fun, yeah. It's Uncharted for the Lost Legacy, I want to say, uh, was announced, and they did like an eight minute kind of gameplay demo. It was in engine. Uh, it looked really really good. Um, they kept it completely secret until like the last minute. It was a hooded woman walking through the, the back alleys and this, that, and the other, and you don't know what the hell is this all about. They didn't put the Naughty Dog logo up or anything, so you're just wondering, 
who is this lady? And then she gets into some trouble. Another woman comes in, swoops in, saves the day. They kick some ass, and then she takes off her hood. It's Chloe from And then you Uncharted, know everything. And people freaked out. And it was a cool little demo. Um, for me, is it enough for me to go pick it up? I'm not... <clears throat> I'm not sure. I think I uninstalled my Uncharted 4 for one reason and one reason only. Space? Space. So do I really want to install it again? So that means if you install it, do you have to beat the game over again? No. Oh, okay. No, no. All your save data saves. It's just the actual game on your hard drive. Oh, okay. I got that you. That way I you can you. free up other games because I had I got like uh, I'm sure it takes up quite a bit. You know, it's quite a, a bit huge of game. Yeah, yeah, it's a very expensive game. But I'm not sure if I want to reinstall just to play one chapter of DLC. Maybe I'll wait till like all the seasons are over. If they do any more uh, DLC, maybe I'll wait for all of them to be over, the single-player DLC. They added a survival mode, which is neat, but still not enough for me to come back to it. Um, You have my Uncharted 1 through 3. I beat Uncharted 4. I'm very happy with the way it ended, very happy with the franchise overall. I don't know if I want to revisit that world when I have such a backlog. Like I'm still playing Overwatch, which is a never-ending type of game. It doesn't have a story. I still haven't beaten Gears 4, which is like my agenda for the weekend. I want to beat it before football starts on Sunday. Uh, I've just been playing so much Sun and Moon and so much. I still play yeah, Super Mario Maker all the time. I still have yet to download that and or buy it. How much was it? Five, ten bucks? What? Uh, Super Mario Run? Super Mario Run doesn't come out until the 15th. The 15th? Yeah. It's ten bucks. Oh, you had the Maker. Yeah, I'm, doing, I'm, I'm talking about confused. Maker. I'm getting confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll get into Super Mario Run in yeah. just a little bit. Uh, some other things that were announced. Uh, some for for Sam here. He's a big uh, Ken Griffey fan. If anybody knows him, his favorite N sixty four game of all time is Ken Griffey Baseball. Besides getting the jackets wrong, <laughs> yeah. Besides getting the jacket wrong, but MLB the Show two thousand seventeen. We all know that Ken Griffey Junior. is the cover athlete. That's not a surprise. It was announced like a month ago. However, they're now doing a Griffey inspired retro mode inside the game. Oh, that's that's badass. Can't go wrong, dude. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm, I I mean I I'm a perennial. I, I get all the, the sports, you know, FIFA, NHL, yeah. Madden. I bought a PS4 so I can get the show and keep playing MLB games. So um, I have the show 15 and 16. I will get the 17, and I will play the shit out of retro mode, and you have no excuse to not come over and play with oh, me. Oh, you're, you're definitely right. I'm, I'm trying to think. I can't even remember the last freaking MLB game I got. Actually, like, purchase. I can't even remember. There was a bunch of indie games that were announced at PSX, and we won't go through all of those. Uh, go on the PlayStation blog uh, if you want to learn more. But some other things uh, that were happening: Yakuza, I'm sorry, Yakuza Kiwami is a remake of the original PS2 classic coming to PS4. Um, a really fun game that I think is going to be great. Windjammers returns to PS4 and PS Vita with online multiplayer. Basically, it's like Pong with buff cartoon-looking characters playing frisbee. <laughs> it's very weird. It's like two dudes, they run, and you just throw the frisbee off the walls, and it can bounce all over the place. You want to get it behind them just like Pong. Yeah. It looks fun yeah. as hell. That's, that's different. It looks, it's like a, it looks like a fun party game. You come over, we play 35, 45 minutes of it, like, knock it. That, that's the kind of game I like to play. You know, iDarb comes to mind, Rocket League, stuff like that. Yeah. It's another one of experience like that, except it's very 16-bit, very uh, Super Nintendo-like Fun little game. I'm excited to sell for it. That's, that's a day one buy for me. Um, let's see. Domestic, I'm sorry, Domesticate Dinosaurs and Grow Your Settlements in PSVR with Dino Frontier. Head-to-head versus mode comes to Pern or Pine or whatever, or Pyre. Pyre, duh. The new, R- R- uh, excuse me, the new RPG from the Bastion team. A beautiful new trailer for Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom debuts at PSX. Nino Kuni was a very underrated 
for the most part, it is a PS3 greatest hits, but very under the radar, I should say, uh, PS3 RPG. That is just one of the most fascinating, fun, thrilling games you could play. That's that's at 75 hours of my life I was happy to, to oh, get it. It's so good. 75, that's, that's quite a... Think of it like Pokemon without catching them in a Pokeball. It's like little kind of creatures that you kind of get by your side, but there's a bigger world to it, bigger story to it. It's really kind of about this kid. It's really fascinating stuff. I'm like super into it. I love the idea of it. And now they, um, now that they have this, the sequel finally announced, it was the one of the worst kept secrets in gaming, but I'm very excited about it. Um, yeah, there's that. High stakes, fast paced investigative action in PS4's Danganronpa V3. I know that uh, the kind of funny folks are happy about that. Talked about retro mode. Uh, Destiny's 2006 festive season kicks off with a new event called The Dawning. That will start December 13th. We're recording this December 10th, so if you didn't know, you got a couple more days before that starts. Uh, let's see. Surreal futuristic action game Let It Die is available now. That had a fun little trailer with the Grim Reaper, but whatever. Uh, the final Resident Evil 7 Biohazard demo update is out today. Well, it's out now. Plus a brand new trailer. Looks cool. Here's some cool stuff. The Crash Bandicoot trilogy, the remakes of Crash 1, 2, and Warped, got a name. The Insane Trilogy. And boy, does it no, look no. cool. That That is my day one buy. Probably like my most hyped game <laughs> It looks they really. Announced. It looks. It looks great. And what I'm happy about is they didn't screw up Crash. Did Did you see the um, the split screen side by side? Yeah. It, it's literally the same. It just the colors are way more clear. It, it looks beautiful. It looks I, I literally great, yeah. cannot wait to play it. And some people, excuse me, some people got to play a lot of it, and they're saying that it doesn't hold up really well because it's a little bit slower. But. You know, and the mechanics are kind of... But that's still the, that was still the demo, though, right? That wasn't actually... Right, it wasn't the final product. But if you've played a Crash Bandicoot game, they have a point. But I think they did a good job of emulating what Crash Bandicoot did play like, and they didn't necessarily have to make it fast. They didn't have to make I, it... Just just update what and make it pretty. That's what I want. I, I want it to be that's pretty. That's all I wanted. And I want it to be on PS4 so I can get trophies, and I don't want to have to buy a PS1 memory card and put a PS1 game <laughs> in my PS2, and this, that, and the other. Like, I don't feel like going upstairs to play it. I can just pop it in my PS4. What's a memory card? Yeah, right. <laughs> Tell me about it. Um, These young kids, they have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and we had megabytes, not gigabytes, on our memory cards growing up, you little bastards. Eight. Eight megabytes on our memory cards. Never forget. Yeah, and then when your data got destroyed, and now we didn't we didn't have the cloud to back things up, kids. We just thought clouds were something that rain and snow came out of <laughs> back in our day. Truth. Knack 2 is coming to PS4. So Knack was a release title for the, the PS4. It got decently reviewed but panned on by the fans, kind of as boring and broken. But Knack 2 has been, been in development for a while. That's coming out. Uh, something that's fun for me, all three of these games, Loco Roco, Patapon, and Parappa the Rappa remasters coming in 2017. <laughs> I'm excited, dude. The last title is just funny to me. I love Parappa the Rapper. I think they brought it to mobile recently uh, for its 20th year anniversary. I think I'm right there. And I think that that one's coming first, if it hasn't already come. I think it's coming out first. But yeah, Parappa the Rapper is fun. We used to play that in, in our buddy Carmen's basement all the time. New trailer shows Gravity Rushes 2 single-player expansion. Uh, what else? Wipeout Omega Collection. That's for PS4. Wipeout being a hugely popular original PlayStation game. Um, new Machina game 
New Machinima, I'm sorry, Next Machinima is a new PS4 game from Resogun developer Housemark. Uh, brand new footage shows off the PS4 exclusive Horizon Zero Dawn, which is going to be a very popular title. And we leave two of the last announcements for us to talk about, just like Crash. We had mentioned last week that Marvel vs. Capcom 4 was a very possible, uh, well, a very real possibility. You, you called the next two nail mad, brother. And I had mentioned, hey, I would love to see Marvel vs. Capcom and The Last of Us yeah. 2. And guess what happened? Nail on the head. They announced Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite coming out later next year. I want to say it's a pretty quick yeah. turnaround from the announcement. I think it's coming next year. But holy crap, it looks fantastic. Yeah, the, the trailer was awesome. It was awesome. I, was, I, just, I just love seeing the blend of that. But you know what the problem is? They kept it with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. No Fantastic Four, no X-Men. Well, I was going to say, you figure that's well, that's the, the, the moneymakers right there. Of course, they're going to show Iron Man. You know, yeah. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, but unfortunately, they're, like Wolverine's been a staple in Marvel vs. <laughs> Capcom. Of, of course. Of and course. when the game without him is going to be different. And there they said that he's. They already said he's they not going to be in the game. They can't. X Men and, and and Fantastic. See, Four. I don't understand. Why can't they do some kind of deal? Like they, if they made a deal with Spider Man, why can't they make a deal with Wolverine? You heard Kevin Feige he said last week. It's just it's or two weeks ago. I think it's yeah. an impossibility at this time. It's just but, not well, going to happen. Well, I would say that's in the money movie. does strange things to people. I was going to say that's the movie. You universe. still owe me ten bucks from eight years ago, and I'm holding <laughs> against your head. Come near my fence again. That'll, That'll be, be your head. head. No, but. That's, it doesn't make sense to me. Why would you leave money on the table? It doesn't make sense. I don't know. I think obviously you can make a lot more than you than you would lose by giving up the rights but, to them. But, but I think that Fox just wants the rights to have the rights. They they just want to keep making shitty movies. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, like that well uh, Logan, like Damien no, no, mentioned, no, Logan, Logan looks, looks like awesome. it's going to change that a little bit. But at the same time, it's yeah, Logan looks great, but it is the last Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Wolverine movie, so it's like, okay, after that, what are you going to do now? Recast it and start over? God yeah. forbid they have him up again. But that's the beautiful thing about video games. On a movie, yeah, you can do an extended cut for Blu-ray, but you can't do DLC. No. Well, video game, at any time, if this happens, they can add Wolverine as a playable character. But that's what I'm saying. Why can't they, like, hey, Fox will throw you, like, a 5% share or something, some kind of sales. That's a lot of damn money. What? I'm just saying, so, something. So let me ask you this. Why do you think it was named Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite as opposed to MVC4? They don't want to, because maybe if they have four, it insinuates that all the old characters are coming back for the next kind of type, like sequel type deal. Mm-hmm. So they kind of just want to just kind of start their own of being it separate. What do you mean by separate? Like, Elaborate, because I think you're getting on the right path. Like separate, like you don't want people to think that like Wolverine's going to come or you know whoever else is you know on, that was on the old games. Like at least for me, I used to play in the, in the arcade. Obviously, all them characters aren't going to be in this one. I wouldn't imagine. So. <clears throat> To my understanding, and to I guess my thought process, the reason they're doing it to me at least is they don't want Marvel vs. Capcom Four to be a thing because they want this to be a platform, not a game. What they did with Street Fighter Five is they brought it out. It was kind of bare bones, didn't have a story, nothing. They promised that every piece of DLC from here on out would be in a free update, and they're going to make it a platform where they don't have to make an Ultra Street Fighter Five or an Arcade Edition. Street like Fighter it's 5. its own edition. It's, it's now it's no 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 it's a platform. They were just going to add to this one game forever and not have to make all these new games. Marvel vs. Capcom, even the third one that came out for Xbox 360 in 2010, has Marvel vs. Capcom, Ultra Marvel vs. Capcom, Ultra Edition, Ultra Her- Turbo Hyper Fighter, <laughs> Marvel vs. Capcom Three Arcade Edition. There was a whole bunch of different editions of Marvel vs. Capcom Three. Now they want Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. So forever, this will be probably the last Marvel vs. Capcom game we ever get, and it can be added to forever to make it a platform. 
as opposed to just a single game. I mean, I, I, it makes sense, but it, it, it's just tough thinking like this will be the last game. Well, maybe for a while. Yeah, no, you know? no, no. I mean, they can just add things later. We're at a point in technology now where if they wanted to add a brand new story mode, they could just add. They it can on just add DLC. it on, and you pay us. You pay one time sixty bucks forever. That to me says good things. That's why I love Overwatch. I paid thirty five dollars for that game that I'm getting free updates on every two weeks. Like, yeah, that's pretty sweet. That's really good, right? And then Street Fighter Five got a brand new story mode. Gets all these new characters just added to the game for your convenience because yeah. you paid the sixty dollars. And now oh, you're going to get rewarded it, for it's, it. It's smart. It does so it make does sense. help the consumer. Finally, it helps the consumer. Yeah, they, they think of us for once. <laughs> for for once, they have finally thought of us. But that was PSX. Really popular, really good event. I think it was a, a really good success. I would say the, the, last, the last one. Oh, my God. What the fuck? That's the last of us, too. Oh, my God. What am I doing? Aren't I embarrassed? And, and me. The biggest thing I'm excited for. And, and I would say me. I, you know, I was actually watching live. And as, you know. I guess the girl, you know, I don't know her, but she's playing the guitar. I don't know what the hell I'm watching. That would be Ellie. Yeah, Ellie. So I don't, you know, I never played the first one. I don't know what's going on, but everyone in the crowd's like, ah, they knew. So, so, it's so that would be Ellie, and the guy on the left there is Joel. And the only thing I know, that the sequel takes five years after the first one. Allegedly. That's yeah, what, that's what yeah. I read, yeah. Yeah, the, you can definitely tell that Ellie aged. She's yeah. definitely young as hell right here, but when you see her, she's playing the guitar over a corpse yeah. <laughs> and singing a song in a bedroom for this teaser. And it's it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's slow. It's a build, right? The Naughty Dog logo showed up. Everybody knew what it was Every, about. Everyone went nuts. And it, that was the biggest pop of the night, uh, or morning, I guess, because they did a morning press conference. But then they kind of do a, a shot of the room of the door, the open door, and just a shadowy figure comes towards the door, and everybody knew. Now, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it, there was potential for the, one of these two characters to not have made it through the game. And it looks like they made it. And it looks like they both, well, I mean, they definitely did, because <laughs> Joel shows up, everybody freaks out, yeah. confirming that it didn't ha- need to happen that way in the first one, <clears throat> that they'll both be back for the second one, and that they're going to be able to relive this story again. I'm hyped. I'm glad it's Joel and Ellie because of the attachment you forge, and I don't want to have to redo that with other characters. I felt like The Walking Dead's Telltale when you had the little girl and Lee in the first one. And spoiler alert for an eight-year-old game, Lee does not make it through episode five. He gets bit by a walker and dies, (laughs) and you have to take as the little girl into the second season. But Lee, to me, was the best character in that, and now I didn't get to play him as him, so I'm out of it. So I put down season two, and I haven't gone back to it yet. I believe you play different segments as different people. I might have played one segment as somebody, and it just took me out of it. So to see Joel and Ellie back makes me happy. I know it makes a couple people happy, but it's very divisive because a lot of people wanted the same world but new characters. characters. And and I – also, I know they, they said that it's still in early development, so I, Very. so I assume you probably have another two years at least. If that's a 2018 game, I'm surprised. <clears throat> oh, you think that'd be too soon almost, you think? I, think? I think 19. I think we're looking at 2019 for this game. I, would even, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets put into 2020, but I'm thinking 2019 holiday, go into the new decade. Going on a high note for Naughty Dog. Yeah, I'm always I'm trying to think like for like the new like the God of War games. I think you didn't get a new game it was like four or five years like after each game. I think like it was, there was always a plenty of time with like plenty of space, which is good. I don't want to play the games you know back to back to back. 
Yep. Uh, so that was PSX that time. I think I got it all, all right, now. We're good. Uh, I can't believe I did not talk about The Last of Us 2, which was the most hype I've been. And that was the text you had sent me that I was talking about earlier where I had said I couldn't have re- read that for a half hour. And I'm glad I didn't read it because you would have spoiled it for me. And I, I saw you. Yeah, it was kind of coming. But, but you, like I said last last week's podcast, you were like, yeah, I'm pretty sure we're going to get another Last of Us 2 and Marvel Capcom. Because I, I, when I listened, you, I was up. Oh, he called it. <laughs> Uh, sticking with gaming, uh, the the dreaded bastard NES Classic Edition that we've talked about so many times that it's been out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. Well, it's still pretty much out of stock everywhere. <laughs> kind of. But those, uh, the NES Classic, uh, Classic Edition and the stupid Hatchimals, uh, Toys R Us announced that through from December 4th through the end of today, December 10th, they're going to get a limited run, one per customer, blah, blah, blah. But forget about it. I'll say, as we're talking, it's probably already all gone. It's They've been all gone since the 4th. Unless you know a guy. Right. Or lady. Right, unless you work there or know a guy who works there who's a lady. <laughs> But they, they're already gone, so yeah, it's, it's just so pointless. I don't have a connect in Toys R Us anymore. Yeah, it's it's. I'm I'm just so over the NES Classic Edition, and I know Ashley is trying her hardest to get me one because the way she's talking about it, and the way she's sending me screenshots asking me what this thing is and what this thing is, and God bless her heart, and I love you to death, but I'm fucking over it. Yeah, so don't. But even. if if she's lucky enough and maybe surprised yeah, you, I don't Christmas. want her to spend two hundred and twenty dollars on a third party if she gets it for fifty nine ninety nine and somehow you, finds one. Up, like you'll you will text me in tears. I'll just send you a picture. I'll send you a picture of yeah, me with the with, crying emoji. Uh, well, I'll, I'll balance it on my hard on. <laughs> I just balance it and spin it around. Oh, oh, wow. but in reality, it's like that Drew Carey episode. In reality. <laughs> I don't want her spending. No, no, that that's two hundred twenty-five dollars on a third and, party. And that's person. the same. Them, them freaking hatchable things. They're like six, it's like sixty, seventy bucks. They're all online for two fifty, three hundred, four. It's like what the fuck for a goddamn hatchable? Goddamn it's cr- it's cr- it's the holidays, man. I hate. Yeah, people that are super greedy with the NES Classic and anything popular, the Hatchimals, the anything that, that you can't get your hands on, you mark up like the price. And it's for like a three-year-old, four-year-old kid. Yeah, the money it's, people will spend Jesus. just to, to for the kid to play with it for a month is really frustrating to yeah, me. Oh, it is. It's depressing. And it's depressing that people are, are stooped that low for money to make literally less than $200 after you already spent the money on the thing in the first place for a toy you need to, to go that far to make two hundred dollars. You can't really, you can't really find two hundred dollars somewhere. That's not a lot of money. And, and like, remember when we had Damien on? He said the guy he had in front of him bought like all the all the old whatever the freak. He was out. the first in line. He sold it to the sixth person in that, line. That's what I'm saying. Like, five. like that, that's like a job. Like, okay, these yeah. these shits. ticket scalpers and all that stuff. Like really? Resellers. Yeah, you'll find people at at flea markets who they go t- through the flea market first thing in the morning they'll buy all the the good games that are cheap and they'll resell them at their tent for double and that's why it's just like people are just so effed up nowadays man like it's just it frustrates oh, me it, it sucks it does suck like amiibo last year from nintendo they were going for 60 70 bucks for a 13 dollar toy yeah, that's ridiculous you give me a break it's but, just it's but, a, it but they know if you want it bad enough and you got the extra cash You'll get it. Yeah, and this just harps back to why the NES Classic Edition is a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> Super Mario Run, sticking with Nintendo. Super Mario Run, uh, coming out this week. So by the time you listen to our next show or we tape our next show, you're going to be able to have it in your hands and play it on iOS and Android. I believe maybe just iOS in the first place. Maybe Android's delayed. I forget. However, some sad news. Not only is it 10 bucks, so not only do you have to have your hard-earned money thrown down on that game to unlock the full game, but if you buy it for ten bucks and you don't have an internet connection, you're beat. You're beat. Now, 
I know we talked about you said like at work. I know obviously sometimes you know on our breaks or whatever, got to be in Wi-Fi or if you go outside, you're beat. I, it's not your beat. You can use your LTE or your data. Yeah, but, but if who you the hell wants to do yeah, that? That's what I'm saying. I don't. I'm not lucky enough to have unlimited data. I don't think many and, people are anymore. I mean, yet like I know every month the tenth of every month starts like my own thing. Yesterday I only had five percent of data left. They sent me the email. I was like, oh shit, can't do nothing. Yeah, and that's the thing, man. It's really annoying that I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need to spend ten dollars when I need a new phone coming up anyway because I may be switching carriers. So I. I have to spend the $10. I can't play with that internet. And if I do play it under something that's not Wi-Fi, I'm getting charged at the wazoo to play it. Now, can't we download the game for free and play like a level or something for free? Play a couple levels for free. I think maybe four levels for free. I think I'm going to try that out to see how I like it Right, but there's three game modes that you can choose from, but I think only one's available via the demo or the, the free version or what have you, and only one to four levels are total. And it's like, okay, that can be fun for a minute. And, and to me, that's what I'm going to do. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to jump right away and drop ten bucks on it. I'm going to play at least for free. See if I even like the damn thing. I'm just assuming I'm going to like it. But then again, you know, iPhone's battery life. I still have the six. It doesn't last that long. But we'll see. I have the six as well. Uh, I I don't know because you know what? I'm pissed off at the internet thing. And if you know, we had this whole Xbox One situation where it needed to always be online. And Xbox comes out and says you can only play our console if you're on on online. And then Comcast. Or Verizon, whomever, they have data caps in some regions for their customers. So then if you need to be online and you have a data cap, then you're just getting your beat, beat basically. And then you have, for for some unknown reason, they backed off of it and said, nope, nope, we, we lied. But it was too late and it crushed them. And that's a huge reason why they're behind the way they are in the console sales for Xbox One and PS4. And now this beautiful announcement, this wonderful game, this revolutionary fun title, the first Mario mobile game ever that's licensed by Nintendo, and they go and they ruin it. What so, happens if you live in an area where you don't have cell coverage at all except under your house? What happens if the people that don't that have a gig of data, you're going to burn it. It's going to be terrible. Well, that's why you better hope that they have Wi-Fi. It's just so non-consumer. And Nintendo's reason was to protect against piracy. Give me a break. Well, they can always go to their, their local Barnes & Noble or their McDonald's and use their free Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go <laughs> spend 10 bucks on a mobile app, which is mobile apps that the, is not gaming. You have, a, you have a Starbucks down the street. You can go get the Pokemon frap. You can catch the Pokemon. And you, know, and you can also... Play a little bit of Super Mario Run. That's so frustrating. <laughs> uh, so Nintendo's biggest um, biggest competitor in the 90s was Sega. Sega said that they will be kind of revamping and getting into motion pictures, which is a lot of fun. They've announced a bunch of franchises, including Sonic and all this other stuff. But two more came out uh, a day or two ago where Altered Beast, which was an actual tie-in title with the Genesis. If you bought the Genesis, you got Altered Beast for free with it, a pack-in title. And then one of my favorite game franchises of all time, Streets of Rage, will be coming into a TV or movie format. It, to even think that it's going to, like, they're even thinking about being a movie is awesome. Just it's even so think cool. about it. It's so cool. I get to see Blades and Axel and, uh, oh my god, is it Max? I think Max is the big wrestler, dude. I can't I, wait. I don't think i played this game since, like, 2000. I had it on my Xbox 360. Uh, they came out, Xbox 360 released it on their virtual. Um, I had it on the Nintendo Wii's virtual, con- I'm sorry, the Nintendo Wii, yeah, the original Wii's virtual console. I had it on actual Genesis. Streets of Rage 2 is the best one. Don't So, so you're with a me. little bit of a fan. I'm a huge <laughs> Streets of Rage fan. So to see this, I'm excited to see if they do the kangaroo. Um, 
I think that was Streets of Rage 3, but I'm super pumped to see it. I hope it's a TV show, not a movie, so I can enjoy more of it, not just more an hour content. and a half. I gotcha, definitely. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that to me is a franchise that is like long forgotten. Alter Beast is what it is. You're a man, you turn into a beast, you kill things, you hook <laughs> shit up. That's cool. What more do you need in a game? Yeah, for real. Um, so really neat. I really hope that uh, it does come to TV, not film. Uh, I'm good with that. Um, also, uh, we talked about PS4 hitting 50 million million units. We talked about PS4, um, you know, winning the the console, you know, sales for the month. But there will be a new console coming soon enough, right? We know Nintendo Switch is on the horizon in just a couple months, and rumors are swirling about. That on its virtual console, you'll have your NES, you'll have your Super NES, you'll have your Game Boy Advance, you'll have your Nintendo 64. But now they're saying Nintendo GameCube games may be available coming to Switch. Now that's that's pretty impressive. Do you remember one of our top threes? Our top threes of of which? One of our top threes. I it was not our top three. Somebody gave it to us. Oh, I, I can't. I have an idea. I just can't. My brain's having trouble. I think his firing. name is DZ. Yeah. He gave us our. T- he asked us to do top three Nintendo consoles of all time. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's it. My number one was GameCube. So this is this is very exciting news for me. Very exciting news for me. Considering the last time, you don't have a GameCube, right? Mm-hmm. Do you? Mm-hmm. But I can play it all right down here now with my other stuff. I'm going to move my Wii U upstairs. Pop the Switch down here whenever I get it. I'm not going to get it out right away because of the wedding and such. But Switch will be in my hands when Pokemon Stars is officially announced. That's when I'm going to shoot well, for Well, your birthday is in May, so you could always ask for it in May. You asked, you said that before. Hey, listen, you're a really good friend to me. I just want to say that. <laughs> I just want to say I thank you for everything you've done for me over the 20, no problem, no 20 problem, years we've no known problem. each other. I'll talk to I'll talk to Mr. Hall. I'm like, hey, he, he needs this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dad. My son's 30. Oh, look at Mr. McMahon bleeding. Yeah, but guaranteed your dad would be like... He'll get it for you. I get Mr. McMahon's face. No, I, I, Crimson. I, I, I've been watching it. <laughs> it's The Undertaker and Vince McMahon in a buried alive match from Survivor Series 2003 when McMahon bladed, and he bladed too hard, and he's bleeding horribly. It's, God, that's got to just take so much out of you. That's so, so bad. Switching it up uh, back to <clears throat> Nintendo, because we kind of stayed on the GameCube thing. Pokemon Go will reportedly get new monsters coming this week, potentially on Monday the 12th. We could be getting Gen 2 or Shinies. And or both, no? If and or both. Data miners said both are in there, but ha- we don't know when they're going to be released. And how many Pokemon do you think are going to be new? 100. That's that's many, 100. Well, that's how many were in Gen 2. So, no, that, that would be something that I think would pick the game up because it's been a little slow. I mean, I, I've been on it a few times. I got myself my Ditto. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, hey, I, for any Pidgey I see, I catch. Ratatash. I mean, shit, any Pokemon I see, I catch. Just the hope. Yeah, I'm. it's so stupid that at midnight on December 1st, they got rid of the double XP. And then, like, five minutes ago, I got all this for evolving things and catching this. Nothing. And then now I'm getting regular XP again. And I'm frustrated because I'm like, I was leveling up so good. And now spoiled. I'm just, yeah, I did. And now I'm pissed. But I got my ditto. <laughs> so you don't, don't be pissed, you fast it. I'm, I'm greedy. I'm a consumer. Of course. Um, what do you want from me? No, no, you're, you're you're playing it right. And Pokemon also announced that Starbucks is going to team up with them, like you kind of mentioned a minute ago. Uh, over 7,000 Starbucks locations are going to become Pokestops or gyms. And also, there's a Pokemon Go Frappuccino. Uh, uh, that sounds disgusting. We know somebody that had it and said it was. And then first, when you say it goes, it's pretty good. No, like there's like gross. He goes, <laughs> then it's like, you know what? It's pretty bad. <laughs> Shout out to Damien. <laughs> 
Sprint and Niantic have also announced a partnership where uh, it's going to turn every Sprint store into Pokestops or gyms. So not only Starbucks, but Sprint getting on the bandwagon of Pokemon Go probably two, three, four months too late. This would have been great in August when Pokemon Go is at its height. Well, maybe they wanted too much money to partner up at that time because they were getting all these millions on millions of people <clears> playing. My only guess is that Niantic was having so much server issue, so many server issues and the tracking system issues and bandwidth issues that they couldn't handle a partnership at that time. But now that they've stabilized it, things are okay. The tracking system has changed. The buddy system's there. They're still making money. They're still making fist. money. So maybe now is the time you capitalize a little bit farther and, and you get to the you know, expand with the stops and the gyms does nothing for me. I got a Starbucks within walking distance. So maybe when I flick it on, um, maybe I'll just be within distance. Who knows? I doubt it, but now I'm kind of does nothing for me. Yeah. Literally nothing. I don't even gen gen two would do something for me. Oh, definitely. Shiny. That would would be it for me. Yeah. I don't have a shiny. You bastard. Damien got his shiny Magnemite that he didn't know about in sun and moon. Then I had to tell him about, he's like, why is this one colored different? Why is this one shining? I was freaking out. I'm like, you got a freaking shiny. I've never had a shiny in my life. And I've been playing every game. (coughs) Now he evolved into a Magnezone. He has the, his Magnezone. There's an evolve form after Magneton. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. Dude, that's how old he sent us a picture. Where are you? I don't know, man. I you, think I'm here. <laughs> I think. Where, are you alive right now? I hope. There's so much stuff that <clears throat> that happened uh, in Sun and Moon that we want to talk about, but we both beat it multiple times over. We've had I'm, – I'm over 60 hours now. You're probably around 40, 50. No, I think I'm over. I think I'm over that. I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Right Without, through level 82, by the way. Well, that's not your 96 Tyranitar. Or my my 98 Sylvia. If I ever see his form, I'm catching him. Um, Do you think... Well, by the way, if Gen 2 releases on Go... We may be able to get, and that was the one. The one picture I saw was like Tyranitar. I was like, "He bested." <laughs> you may be able to get it. Um, it is a third evolution, so maybe you'll be able to get its first form and get enough candy to get a Tyranitar, which would probably end your. Oh, dude, I'll just, try. I just have to get him to hundred. That's it. Well, I don't know if you ever can. That Tyranitar is long gone, pal. Sorry, some other kid deleted your save data. I know. Nah, he kept that. <laughs> he, that was the one he kept. <laughs> he knew the struggle. Um, it's it's really neat though. Uh, that we're we're done it we're over it, uh, but we're still playing. It's got that kind of power to, to haul us back in and keep playing. What's making you come back to Sun and Moon as much as you are? Well, I mean, after you know, I caught all the Ultra Beast, every single one, even the one guy they said it's almost impossible to catch with an Ultra Ball. I caught him with an Ultra Ball. I still got my Master, as I think you do also. Yeah, I'm not ever going to use it. I got all four Island guys. I might use it on a Caterpie just to use it. Well, that's doesn't make sense. I'm, I'll hold out for a Mewtwo maybe. I already got one. You already have one. What do you? Well, I, I want to get him in the game. I want to get. I want to see if he, if he was in the game. Uh, kind of we can just transfer him in. We we could, but just in case. When they open transferring for X and Y, I'll go up into my bank. I'll throw it into my thing. I'll trade you. You'll get right. your stupid Mewtwo. That's fine. So and then you'll use him in our battles because you like to use legendary. So now, no, no, he, Talgoya was I'm not kidding. even in my. I'm party. kidding. I'm kidding. You're. I'm one and four against <laughs> you, dude. I have no argument. So, so <laughs> I got nothing. Well, at least you're honest. So, I got nothing. So now I just I'm basically just trying to evolve some people just to get my numbers up there. Yeah. Until eventually, because I don't like when you do the battle tree. I don't like that your guys go automatically to fifty because I work to get these guys like levels high as shit so now i gotta find the right combo of guys who's going to be able to beat these guys so i can beat blue because i battled red first. i think you said the word beat 11 times that's fine perfect <laughs> i 
But my thought is because whenever you do, uh, whenever you battle the elite four again, because that's what I do, I go with four main uh, that I can beat the elite four with, up. and yeah, then two guys that I level up. But then you get to defend your you have to defend your crown after every time you go beat him, the elite four again. And I'm thinking, one of these times that you defend it, it's got to be against red and blue. Just one of these times because I'm getting how I'm getting Ryoku, <laughs> the the new guy. I'm getting the blonde little nerd dude from the place where the the power goes out. You get all these people you battle against, and Ryoku was hard as hell. He destroyed me with his Garchomp, but I do have Aren't a. Aren't you embarrassed? I do have a good bite now, though. So, oh, they? Yeah, so I can start leveling up my Garchomp. What I'm finding about the game, what's keeping me coming back, is exactly what I loved about X and Y, which was Wonder Trading. I love Wonder Trading, so I'm doing that all the time to try and get cool stuff. I do miss the cables, though. But Wonder Trading's neat. No, no, I, you know, it's awesome. You can't, you can't complain. But are you doing Wonder Trading at all? No. Perfect. No, but I would, you I couldn't would, even lie. No, I know. I was just talking about trading when it was like me and you th- and through and Damien. Even when I was at my house, you're at your house. Damien, like, yeah, just but Damien and I couldn't find each other the other night, and it was being real stupid. We both went to Festival Plaza. We were in there for over an hour trying to find each other in the names. Yeah, because the, he's not a VIP. No, no he was messing with you the whole time. He wasn't even on. He was just <laughs> telling you to. No. <laughs> but like, you're a VIP on mine. So even when you're not online, you show up. So it's easy to find you. I can yeah. battle and find you anytime. He and I couldn't find each other. Super but it worked at the end, though, didn't it? No, oh, I found somebody else. Oh, wow. So, so see, what, now you just pick a random person to trade? So what What it is is, so do you know what Wonder Trading is? Kind of, but not really. You take a random Pokemon you don't want, or a really cool one that you do, and you just Wonder Trade it. And it matches you up with somebody around the world randomly, and they give you back something that you don't know until it happens. It's the that's coolest. Risky. That's, that's risky. It's but you but you pick the Pokemon that you're trading. That's right. So it's like you'll, a hold you'll your breath. How to do this it's after. like a hold your breath type of thing. I got so many cool things. I got my Feebas from it, so I'm trying to get my Melotic, which I'm going to get as soon as we're done this show, um, which I'm super excited about. I got Poplio from it. So, okay, yeah, I remember that's what you were really hyped about. So I got I got Poplio from it. I got Togepi from it, which I evolved into a Toga Kiss. He's not even in the decks yet, so it's just chilling. I got my Hone Edge, the Sword. I but I have that got, from X and Y. Maybe trade me in before you evolve. But you know what? Togepi. Togepi. Yeah. He's not. It wouldn't register in your decks. Oh, Togepi don't even register. No, because he's not in the Alolan decks. That's oh, what I'm trying to tell you. It would cool. be irrelevant for you to get him because it wouldn't have registered. So it's it's just, he just because he's available. Like an idiot. He's in. Well, I, I kicked ass with him because I finally got Toga Kiss for the first time in my life. I got my Toga Kiss, which is neat. I found the item you need to evolve with. I did it. Done. Oh, That's where it. Where do you get upgrade at? I move upgrade. Uh, uh, I need it for Porygon. Yeah, because I have the other one. So I have the dubious disc to yeah. get his other form. But no, I no, you're, no, you're right. Yeah, but there is this new website. It's called Google. Figure it out. How many times have I had to get no, you with this? No, let me Google no, it for no, you. No, but the best is I. I still do it, and because <laughs> it's funny to watch. No, it is funny because it, it searches for me. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what let me Google that for you is, it's this troll website where if somebody ever asks you a dumb question, go to let me Google that for you dot com. Uh, and basically, you just type in whatever you want them to know, and you and it turns it into a link. You send the link to the person like an idiot, like a friggin' idiot. They click on it, and it takes you to the website. It's the best. You don't do no work. Where nothing. It, where it types it I've into Google. I've been playing Google, him like a fiddle. <laughs> where it types it into Google for you, and then does a Google search and says like, uh, you know, calls you an idiot sometimes. It's it's so funny. Like I think the shout out to Joe Follis from from work to for showing me that app in the first place. I, I think it was like the second or third one. Even I knew what you meant. I was like, I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so good, but. uh 
Yeah, that's how I found out where all the things are. That's how I got my prism scale, which I'm going to go use to evolve my feebas when we're done the podcast. We'll do some trading and stuff. Um, but I found uh, Poplio through it. But with the, what I'm finding is what's really neat because I was super down on it. Um, if you remember the story way back when, when I told you that I had traded my cadaver by accident to a German dude and got back Sim Salim as opposed to Alakazam because yeah. they changed his name because yeah. he was German. I found that when I'm doing Wonder Trade, the one thing I don't want is the Japanese or whatever. I want the English version of the Pokemon because it's that's the mm-hmm. name. Obviously, the names are different in different countries. And I'm pissed off. I got a Feebas and a Poplio that were both from Japan, somebody in Japan, which is neat enough that I just traded randomly with a stranger in Japan. Yeah, that's cool. However, I'm pissed off because I'm like, all right, I got them in my decks, but I'm never going to use them because I don't want their Japanese just name. Release there. Them. It's annoying. What's up? Release them. Can, can you, can't you still release them? Yeah, why would I want to do that? I have them. I wanted to evolve them, and I want to play with them, but I never uh, will because of the Japanese sure. thing. Okay. So what I randomly did, what I trade randomly them. did. Trade them. No, no, no. Well, that's usually what I used to do until one time when you and Damien both needed Poplio because you had Litten and he had Rallet. So I'm, I'm like, all right, well, I'll take my pre-marina because I evolved it up, and I was like, I'll just breed it with Ditto, and I'll get a couple Poplios from Japan, and I'll send them off to you guys. At least you can have them in your decks or whatever. When I breeded the Japanese Poplio, Guess what hatched? An English version. An English version. <laughs> so now, That's whenever I get something from Japan or another country through Wonder Trade, I'll just breed go breed it right away, That's and I'll, I'll trade away. I'll Wonder Trade the one I got and keep and, you and slide dog you. The, the English version. So I got three English Poplios. Um, I got a, a Spanish Rallet that I made. You know that I breeded to an English Rallet. That so now my Decidueye is yeah, I'm gonna need fully that. up. Like it's so. I got it all. So I'm happy now. My Feebas was Japanese. Me? Maybe. Oh, God. He's so lazy, he can't even do it himself. He can do all the things I'm doing, but refuses to. He wants. No. He asked Damien, I'm throwing you under the bus, you bastard. He asked Damien to trade him all nine evolutions because he didn't want them. He just wanted them for his decks, and I, he won't. I think I might have one Eevee. I could do one, so maybe no, eight. You can breed an Eevee ten times and get ten Eevees and just do it yourself. Um, but I'm, I'm doing other things. Just do this. It doesn't take long. It's a leaf, stone, and... I'm a busy Pokemon. It's, it's leveling up near the leaf, the the grassy boulder, leveling up near the ice boulder, water stone, fire stone, thunder stone, friendship, something during the day, something during the night, maybe, I forget, and then I'm missing one My evolution. boy Damien's got me, I mean. Yeah, I hope, Shout he, out I to hope he doesn't trade you any of them. I hope, we'll he, I hope his. I hope his game... Like says, you know what? No more, no more trading with friends. No stampede. No, none. Zero. We'll see. I'm not. You're not allowing it. We'll see. As he, as he wipes the salt <laughs> off of his shoulder. But that's something that's keeping me coming back is Wonder Trade and also GTS. Do you ever see that where when you hit trade, it says Link Trade yeah, GTS yeah, or Wonder I, Trade? I never clicked. But you it. never clicked into it, obviously, because you don't do things that you're not familiar with and you don't want to take a risk. Is that what I'm? Is that, I'm I just don't want to click something. Get, I don't know what it means. So just click it. What the fuck's it gonna do? Just click it blows it. up. It won't. It wouldn't put a function in your game that blows it up. Uh, GTS, I clicked on it the other night by accident. And it goes, do you want to send or, or request a Pokemon? And I'm like, what? Oh, that's pretty cool. You can request. You can go into request. Request specific Pokemon. So I've been asking you for a Vulpix because you're a bastard. They're, they're, you won't no, just catch breeding, me one. They're breeding. They're, I and, should have it now. And you uh, also... Um, I've been asking for a Passimian or a Passimian because you won't go to the Lush Jungle for four seconds and catch me one. I don't know if he's there. He is. He's in the back. This is where Aranguru was. I'll look for him next time. You won't. I will. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm breeding asking your, for a month. I'm breeding your Vulpix right now. 
And so I went in there and I asked for a Passimian from people. So I requested that. But they tell you exactly what they want back. And you have to have it. And I have to have it. So luckily enough, with the Ultra Beast thing, they make you kind of catch multiple sometimes. And with the Sun exclusives, I happen to have two. So I was I gave up an Ultra Beast just to get a level one Rallet. That's how I got my Rallet. I gave up an Ultra Beast because they're asking for crazy shit that I don't have. Oh, of course. So, well, why course. wouldn't they? I know. You so I, you know. I put out there uh, one of these uh, moon exclusive Ultra Beasts and I said, I want a Passimian back. I don't care what level. I don't care what gender. I just want that thing because it's so yeah. sweet. So I haven't played since I requested it. So when I turn it on, I might have a request that somebody traded me. You might. Hey, but that's really it, neat that you can do that. No, dude, that's, that's an awesome feature. I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, so that's what, that's what GTS is. Just play around with it. Um, it's a lot of fun, but Sun and Moon still has a lot of lasting power that I'm coming back to it all the time. Yeah, definitely. All right, we're switching over to movies. I know Sam's been super, 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 super excited to talk about this stuff all week. He's hype. Um, we're going to start off with Mummy. No, not the Brennan Fraser one. We talked about that last week. Still love that Nicolas Cage or Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise and the Mummy. Bite your tongue with Nicolas Cage. They released the teaser, but now they came out with a trailer. The trailer looked good. I was, you know, I'm going to see because I usually see all Tom's Cruise movies, but you know the, the Russell Crowe, um, his casting. I was like, who? I wonder who he's playing. And it's finally confirmed that he's playing Doctor Jekyll, slash Mister Hyde. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty sweet. I'm I'm pretty hyped to see it after, even though you did see him in that kind of terrible movie with Sean Connery's last movie, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. You see him there a little bit. Which movie kind of sucked. The movie's that old, isn't it? That was oh three. Was it? Was it? Was that? It was his last movie he ever did, but. Eh, it just wasn't as good as you know everyone was hoping for. I'm over it. I'm not going to see it. But we did talk about how they're trying to do like a revival of the monster movies. Yep. So they're going to do uh, also kind of not make it announced, but kind of just put out there that Frankenstein, that's the next one up, is in early development. And that, that's pretty cool. I mean, why you have all these monsters? You know, they had the, the Dracula with the Dracula Untold. That was what Luke Evans came out, I think, in 2014. I thought that was pretty good. So maybe down the line, maybe in a few years, you might see a kind of crossover there. I mean, why not? You know, it's funny. I forgot to do the upcoming games. Could always hit it. No problem. Shantae, Half Genie Hero, Halo Wars Definitive Edition is also coming out. Wild Guns Reloaded, which is going to be a huge one. I'm I'm excited about that. Uh, Bridge Constructor Playground. That seems fun. Gravity Plus, Cerulean, Acorn, Assault, Rodent Revolution. Coming out. So this is a very slow yeah, week. I was going to say, I don't even know none of them titles. After the huge week that left us with Dead Rising 4 and The Last Guardian, after 11 years, we got The Last Guardian. Did you get it? I've played the entire thing. What do you mean? You, you beat it? Oh, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. The entire game. It is beautiful. Absolutely stunning. The, the story between, without spoiling it, is the boy wakes up out of nowhere next to this big beast, Trico. It's shackled up. It's the last one of its kind, clearly the last guardian. Don't know how he got there. Doesn't know how to get out, but has to trust this bird. Frees it from its shackles. Then they start working together, blah, blah, blah. But it's told through flashback. I'm assuming the dude's like super old. It's like Titanic, how Rose tells the story. But she's old as shit. I'm guessing that because it's done with Japanese, uh, Japanese, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an overdub. Okay. Um, Like a monologue almost. Where he speaks in first person, so it's clearly an older version of this boy telling the story after it had happened. Um, it's a beautiful game. I, I, I it was sucked me in. I played it very slowly, very methodically. A lot of puzzles, very puzzle heavy. However, 
to get control of it. The beast, Trico, the, 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 the companion, never ha- it has a mind of its own. So it's, you cannot okay. control it. You can, almost, you can only command it and kind of direct it. So sometimes it's very frustrating to get it to where you need it to go. And you, would you recommend this game for people who have been waiting for, what, 11 years for Be- it? Because you've been waiting over a decade, I don't see how you can't buy it. I think looking at it alone, I mean, I mean it's very eco. It's very Shadow of the Colossus, which is Team Eco, uh, the studio that created it. It's perfectly in line with those other titles. I think you owe it to yourself to play it, whether that be now or if it gets discounted in the future down to $40, that's probably when I would jump on it. I would say at that point it's worth it. I'd give it a solid seven. Um, but you know, some people are just, as we predicted, just shitting all over it. Some I'm people sure. are saying it's a masterpiece. So it's one of those all over the map. I, mean, I personally won't be getting it, but I'm glad to see you know you that you enjoyed it. You know, yeah. after all these years. And I, I think it was, I think because I didn't overhype it. Yeah, I waited a long time just like everybody else, but I was perfectly satisfied. Yeah, it didn't leave me wanting. You know what I mean? I wasn't. I wasn't too harsh. You were just on like, it. Hmm, okay, I'm good with it. I got it done. I played it. I'm happy. Uh, getting back to the movies, we talked about uh, Mummy and Frankenstein. However, probably the coolest, second coolest trailer that came out. I don't know why it picked now, with a certain Marvel movie dropping a trailer around the same time. But War of the Planet of the Apes trailer hit for July 14th next year. Nice. I'm pipe as shit. <laughs> I love the first two of the remake. Yeah. I have them sitting right there. Dawn and, and uh, Rise. Loved it. Now I, I, I love both. This one looks awesome. It looks so good. Woody Harrelson's the bad guy. What more do you need in this film? Yeah. that he, he His role in this reminds me of Zombieland for some reason. Don't ask me why. Don't ask me why. I know that sounds so no. dumb. He doesn't like Twinkies or nothing. <laughs> Just hey, You don't know that. Don't even you ask. You don't know that. But I'm hyped as hell. This is an in theater me. 3D watch for me, IMAX, definitely. Yeah, this is a we go Thursday night or Saturday morning, or I'm, I'm, I dude, take I'm off in. on Friday. I'm, I'm, <laughs> um, I'm in. You know that. Any? Do you have any doubts about it? No. I, I, to, after I saw the first two, I was like, you know, I went in just obviously because the Mark Wahlberg one, obviously years ago, wasn't, at least for me, I didn't think it was that great, <laughs> me personally. It has a soft spot for me. It um, sucks, but it has a soft spot for me, especially that ending with the. Abe Lincoln statue. Yeah, I mean, that I was like, I was like, oh, okay. But the first two, with the first one with Frank, yo, I liked the sequel. Um, I, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, you, it gets you, a little shit on, but it's. I thought it was really the special really good. effects are awesome, and you know Gary Oldman was just a badass. Yeah. You know, so I, I really enjoyed it. Can't wait. We're gonna talk a lot about trailers coming up right now. So the longest, the most we can say to you is just go watch these trailers. Yeah, YouTube these these trailers: The Mummy, War of the Planet of the Apes, Transformers Five. And let's see, they already basically greenlit six and seven. Kill me. Um, and Slowly. I know Michael Bay's back directing this one. Um, Mark Wahlberg's back. And Josh Dumal's back from the original trilogy. Oh, great. You know, Josh so. Dumal. But Anthony Hopkins is in. I always Whoa, like Anthony I always Hopkins. like Anthony Hopkins. But, I mean, this it's just a, a, a junk food movie just for the kids. I mean, this one you see Optimus Prime. For the Prime. kids and you. Oh, well, come on. I'm a kid at heart. <laughs> yeah, we and, all are. You know, and. And Optimus Prime, you kind of see him. He was floating in space, and he kind of comes back. Maybe he's being controlled, and they got to stop Optimus. Maybe so. We'll see. I'm pretty. I'm, I'm going to see it. I have to. I freaking saw the first four. Why not? Ugh. I could. I've never seen a Transformers movie in full. I'm in too deep. <laughs> Some forty-one <laughs> on us as Goldberg and Triple H are going at it. Um, yeah, not for me. I'll say. Oh, there are actually. We still have more trailers. The Holy next. Crap. Yeah, we have three more trailers. The next two are also not for me. This one from the sunny shores of California, Baywatch. I cannot believe I just said <laughs> and, that. And the freaking The Rock. Who would have thought? And Zac Efron, and, which is pretty predictable, actually. 
and my girl, probably our girl, Alexandria Dittario. Oh my god! From True Detective season one, and oh. she was in the Percy Jackson movies. Yeah. So she, I, I think she's a great actress. This movie actually looks I, like kind of. I think she's a great actress too, Sam. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> no, but I, it, it actually looks kind of decent. It looks kind of funny, oh, little god. action. It, it's like a neighbors. I mean, like any movie that you put office Christmas party. Any like, movie that The Rock goes in, it. It just makes millions on millions of dollars. I'm pretty sure this is going to do good. It's going to do very well. You have David Hasselhoff and Pamela Anderson going to do a little cameo. They're going to be in the film. Are. Of course they are. So why wouldn't they? What well, else is they, what is what else is the Hoff doing right now? Uh, he's probably just retiring on his millions that he's made. Yeah, he's a gentleman. Uh, it's whatever. I'm I'm never going to. I don't this. I don't know if it'll be an, I'm never in theater this. watch, but I'll, I just have to see it out of respect. Out of respect, <laughs> I will never ever see this movie. Put a fiver on I it. I just think of Beer Fest of the half on the this picture. <laughs> Put a fiver on that. Uh, something neither one of us will be seeing. Uh, Fifty Shades Darker trailer? Nope. Could care less. No entrance. But for our interest. female crowd out there, <laughs> ladies, leave your men at home. <laughs> the theater's full of... Yeah, don't... The don't, theater's yeah. popping and their pockets... No, the club is full of... Ball, the theater's full of ballers and their pockets did, are full grown. Did your fiance happen to read the books? I know that was yeah, the big of phase. Yeah. And we have the uncensored versed one somewhere around God here. Forbid. It was like Did we, she make you sit through it? Yeah, and as we we got done it. You poor bastard. We got done it and I looked at her and I said, That was the worst <laughs> thing I've ever watched. It was that bad? But don't no. make me do it again. No please. Don't make me do it again. And then the sequel comes out. Babe, we're uh, going. I think she kind of is, is kind of over it. I think she'll see it just because. But I don't think I mean, she's going to go into books, it with the invested. same hype. Yeah, I don't think she's going to go into it with the same hype that she had for the first one. I know I won't be joining her. I think we waited for this one to come out on Blu-ray before we watched it. I think we'll probably do the same. I mean, ladies, if you like this so much, God damn, go watch a damn porno. If you're, if, if this <laughs> will get you off in a damn movie. I mean, Christ. Oh, my gosh. I don't think it's about that. I think as men, we think about the sex parts, but I don't think the women do. I think the women think about the story a little bit more. I don't know, man. You sick-minded like, no, no, not, not even me. Like, when it first came out, you know, Preston and Steve, they always talked about it, and women would call in, like, oh, the bondage, and I was like, what? if if dude treated women like that, the we'd bondage. be in jail. <laughs> we'd be in jail. Dude. <laughs> the frick? Well, yeah, hey, he had her sign a contract. Uh, it's the same thing with, like, Love and Other Drugs with Anne Hathaway. I look at that like that was her, No, that was actually pretty decent movie. But I look at her... I look at that movie as her topless for a majority of it, which makes me excited and happy. Yeah. Women look at that for the story because Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, uh, you can see his booty. No, that's not what I see it for, but <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, what, Anne Hathaway or Jake Gyllenhaal? <laughs> um, the most exciting trailer that oh, came baby. out this week and this thing we'll probably spend the most time on um, was Beauty and the... Be- I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming. Now, it dropped, baby. I didn't think they'd even drop it this early. I was expecting a little more time, especially with Star Wars coming out. I thought they might have waited till I after. I think they, they want to. This is weird, though, because Marvel, Disney, Star Wars, all the same kind of thing. I'm surprised they took a little bit of hype away from Rogue One from this. Well, just we, a little well, bit. Because a well, tiny well, smidge. We, I know we said, I think it was the last podcast or podcast before this one, where it was going to air. During, I'm sure it's still going to air during Star Wars, but they just dropped it sooner. You know, because I was, I mean, even though I'm going to see Star Wars anyway. Yeah. But, I mean. When are you seeing Star Wars? I hope. Oh, yeah, I got hunting that next Saturday. That's the thing I was going to ask you if you want to see on Saturday Dom. morning. Uh, I can't. Saturday morning, I can't. Don't I we, can't do Thursday night because it's. Uh, I, I could. It's, I could. They'll all be sold out for Thursday night. So my only chance would Sunday be. Sunday morning? My only chance would sleep. be. Sleep. You're going to sleep over be, for a party? I might be. So, yeah. So it's either going to be Friday or Sunday morning. That's my You'll only chance. You'll probably chances. do both. 
depending. If you, you know. want to, because you usually sleep over whenever we have a party. We're having an ugly sweater party that night. You'll be there. If you want to stay over, maybe Sunday morning, 9 o'clock or something, we'll go check it out. There's a theater right here. Yeah, but I, if that's the case, then we have to buy our tickets now. Oh, yeah, but I'm saying we'll, we'll talk about that off the air. Right, but that's fine. I, that's pr- probably a good idea because yeah. I want to see it. I just don't want to see it the opening night. Plus, I have soccer that night anyway. So it yeah, and then I'll be exhausted. But, Spider-Man: Homecoming. <laughs> but I was pretty it looks hu- great. I was pretty hyped to see. Um, I was wondering if obviously Robert Downey's in it. Like oh, yeah. is a it, lot. No, He's in that trailer a lot. And, and I and I was thinking because I know when they first did it, he only had a small role, and then I guess he said, "No, I want more to be more in this movie." Either that or Tom Holland wasn't ready to carry a whole movie himself. Well, so what I read was that Robert Downey wanted more more screen time in this movie. Um, and then at the same time, like, is it just going to be Robert Downey? Will we see the Iron Man suit? And at the end of the trailer, we see Iron Man suit. So that, that now my mind's at ease. The scene of them two in the limo where he, like, the, the he thinks he's giving him a hug. <laughs> but he's like, no, in reality, I'm just opening your door. Get out. And it's, it's stuff it's like that. It's the funniest. That was the funniest interaction, I think, I mean, in that trailer. you have that. Then you see when um, Spider-Man's on the top of the building. He does the backflip. He has the wings come out. I was like, oh my god! I was yeah. like, this is what this is what we waited for here. It's hilarious. So I'm really excited about that too. And I think we have to mention Michael Keaton. I thought he looks great. Looks awesome as the Vulture. Yep, he I looks mean, great. Well, anything Michael Keaton. That's it. Yep. Uh, again, recommended. Just go watch that trailer. July seventh. Super hype. Yeah. I think right now probably maybe Deadpool two and that. I don't know which you're, one you're I'm looking forward for. to more, but probably Spider-Man because I just have a longer lineage of being his f- and, a fan. And I know his. because they released the, uh, the one trailer for the U.S. and there was an international trailer. And that one, you kind of see another Spider-Man's villain. You see the Shocker or you see Shocker. Right. So that's you know interesting. And I, I'm pretty sure there may be another villain in there, but they didn't disclose it yet. So we'll see. Cool. How to Train Your Dragon 3. I don't know why you asked me to talk about this, but it's been delayed almost a year. <laughs> I, I, that's, I don't care. Well, see, I, I saw the first two. And I, thought they, I thought they you were You also pretty- saw Kung Fu Panda. I did. I actually did. Did you see Jack Cloudy Hulk? with a Chance of Meatball? I did not. Okay. I did not see any of Because that would have been three for three. You would have been kicked out of my Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad. Get out and I'm don't come I'm back. I'm still here. But I'm not obviously no rush to see the third How to Train Your Dragon, but I thought the first two were pretty good. You know, I, you know, I like did you dragons. Cry? Did you cry? No, I didn't. Did you cry? Look at me right in my eyes right now. <laughs> they get delayed almost a year. Well, I mean, are they in a I don't know if they're in a rush. I think it got bumped. I think another movie is coming out before them. I think they're just kind of rotating their schedule. Uh, I, I kind of don't. I almost don't want another Toy Story. Remember that time Goldberg beat Triple H at Survivor Series? Yeah. With yeah. Evolution coming in, trying to try and break up, but Goldberg's just a beast. And then he did the same thing in 2003 or 2016, 13 years later, to Brock Lesnar. Beast. Anyway, uh, Furious Eight or Fast and Furious Eight, whatever, has changed its name. It's a pretty quick one. Fate of the Furious. That is so dumb. <laughs> I'm to me it's so dumb. No, and to me, I watched every damn Fast and Furious movie. I mean, to me, I I think they should have put this one to bed. But I think now they're just kind of in it for the money now. I mean, Christ, you lost freaking Paul Walker. God damn it, retire the damn franchise. We'd be remiss to talk about our upcoming features if we didn't just kind of scrap everything. Nothing else is going to come out against it that we it's worth talking about. The only thing coming out in theaters this week that's worth talking about. And what we're centralizing our 20th episode top three around would be Star Wars Rogue One, what we just talked about seeing together. Yeah, that's two hours and 14 minutes, PG-13. I'm sure everyone and their mother's going to say 14, I think, wasn't um, episode seven longer than that? Probably, I would say probably right around the same time. I mean, and to me, that's, that's like the perfect, I guess, amount of time. I'm expecting kind of, I, I want to say big things from this movie because they you know, you want to keep the hope alive. I mean, I know I saw um, Mark Hamill kind of said that 
Um, the Rogue One stories has the advantage right now that he thinks from like when his first came out, he's like, I think they had the advantage of all the hype and obviously all the new technology. Everything's going to be way better. Is Chewie going to be in this? We won't see Han Solo. We won't I see Luke. So. We're going to see Vader. I don't Are we going to so. see like a young Princess Leia? I don't think so. I, I tried to stay reading. I'm staying spoiler free. No, so and, if it's and, been announced, no, I don't know. No, no, I stayed like me. I didn't read too much. I don't want to know. Um, I don't want to know too much. I hope. I want to know anything. And, and that, that's kind of the thing. I'm kind of just. I want to go into it kind of blind. I mean, I know Mads Mikkelsen's in it. I'm, I, you know, from you know, he was the bad guy in Doctor Strange and Casino Royale. Um, Alan Tudyk, Forrest Whitaker. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this movie. There's great actors in it. And I can't see it being a bad movie. We had, like, we started the podcast after episode seven, so we didn't hype that up enough because it was uh, what July when we started the yeah. podcast. That came out way, 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 way. That came out the last December. So whatever. Um, but this, it's not a main series. It's not episode eight. We didn't really hype it up. Like every week we talk about Sun and Moon. No. Every week we've been talking no. about DBZ Super. But yes, you and I are Star Wars fans, but we're not fanboys. We're not Star Wars nuts. So for us to talk about Rogue One every week, I think would do an injustice to the Star Wars fans, number one, and Rogue One, number two. I'm going to be seeing it as a fan of the franchise, not a diehard. Um, when you put it up there with Marvel or Pokemon or video games, it's definitely the lowest on the on the totem for me. No. I do enjoy it. I love what the franchise brings. I love how it revolutionized movies. Um, it's the Beatles of movies. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. That's the truth. And I, and I respect it and appreciate it, but I, I don't go into the lore. I've never seen anything else besides the seven main series films and the Christmas. Yeah. So the, the, the wannabe Christmas special. So um, it is what it is, but I'm super hyped for this movie. I think it's obviously going to do great. The ticket sales have been out through oh, the of roof. Course, of course. I think they even have out pre-sold episode seven um, because that, everyone's that so brought hyped. in a whole new generation of And you of see Vader and everyone's going to be like, oh my God. Yeah. And before we get into obviously the top three, I just wanted to hit two things that Real fast. Um, Iron Fist showrunner Scott Buck. He'll also be. He was just announced that he'll be the showrunner for the Inhumans TV show. Yeah, we didn't get the TV yet. I thought we already. Didn't we hit all that? No. Okay. Well, there it is. There's our transition. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> so we'll get into our top three, and then we'll move into TV. Man, I forgot the upcoming releases for games. You've you've and the only movie upcoming movie I put was Star Wars because yeah. that's it. That's all we need. Yeah, your TV has. You know, you thought we talked about seven TV topics without, you know, oh. whatever. This is what proves why you prep instead of 2 a.m. Oh, definitely, man. This is why oh. you do the week before. That's all right. We, show. we battle through it. And this is our 20th, too. Jesus, we feel like we're doing our first one. It's so clunky. Oh, I feel fine. <laughs> <laughs> top three. We're doing top three episodes. I'm sorry. Top three Star Wars movies main series out of the seven that are released. So we're definitely going to have some similarities. But to celebrate Rogue One, we're going to go top three Star Wars movies. You kick us off as normal. And I'll start number three. Um, I know these three. Hated by many, loved by few. I went with Star Wars Episode Two. Sucks. Attack of the Clones. Sucks. And my reasoning behind it. Sucks. <clears throat> number one. Sucks. Ewan McGregor. Kind of good. As Obi-Wan Kenobi is the best thing about the film. Agree. Uh, to me, I had, I had to me this had to be on a list just out of, just to give him a shout out. Um, number one there, you have you get to see um, what you call it Yoda battle a little bit before obviously the lightsaber duel is cool. You know that was awesome. Is, is that with uh, Dooku? Is that with Count Dooku? Maybe I, I, th- I think I it think is. That was him, and he kind of can't beat Yoda, and then he runs. Blah blah blah. Um, number Ooh, one, we're at Survivor Series 2004 now. Damn. 
and you have, of course, Natalie Portman's in it. Mm-hmm. She's yeah, a wonderful yeah, person. Of course, so I had to give her a shout. And I, I just thought the movie was good. You had a nice, you know, battle with the droids and the clones at near, near the end. I just thought just that had to just be mentioned enough just to give Ewan McGregor, if anyone gets a shout out at them three movies, it's Ewan McGregor. Uh, Jimmy Smits. Mm. No? Jimmy Smits? It's not ringing a bell. Sorry. He plays the DA from season three of Dexter. He plays the villain. The oh, okay, okay, okay. I got you. And he's in he's in the prequels. Okay, how about that? Damn, I, I, Jimmy Smith. I didn't even put that freaking together. Jimmy Smith, dude. Samuel, man. Samuel's in those. I mean, it's a shame the prequels suck and your opinions devalidated. Uh, and I, by devaluated, <coughs> I meant invalidated and devalued. But because I can't speak my English tongue word, mm-hmm. me no good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. me screw up. So me just say my top three, episode seven. Force Awakens. I liked it. And you know what? It's not it's not above a new hope because I think a new hope was the original. I think episode seven was a new hope. It was basically episode seven a new hope. Um, it was a mash of all of them. It, it, it and but I thought, you know, it, it was a droid found a, a piece of a map or crystal that it then found the one uh, I was about to say Super Saiyan. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to throw a Super Saiyan found, in a Star Wars movie, I'm in. It found the Jedi, right? And then it's the 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 one overlord with Vader slash whatever, but has a higher presence in the Emperor slash what's his name? Something Sithord? Yeah, no. Sane Slains. Uh, like the hologram dude, the big dude in episode seven. Snars. I, I forget his name, but I, I know Slade? the guy. Slate? Something? No, it's not Slate. I'm getting shit on by Star Wars fans. <laughs> but uh, I mean, both it, of us, it's very, very I mean, similar. We're, we evaluate both of us. We like Star Wars, but we're not super fanboys that are like, oh my God, Star Wars. Right. We, but, we just but we do like it. That but we do ago. like it. Right. We just said that whole thing a minute ago. Where were you again? Gotcha. No, this is great. Our, our chemistry is <laughs> undeniable. Well, yeah, you, you need more hours of sleep, bro. I need you. Yeah, you're and right. I, I don't need you, you know, an hour of sleep. You're almost useless. No, it's my fault. I take full <laughs> responsibility. Episode 7 was super good. We saw it together, as a matter of fact. I think you had seen it before, but yeah, without I think me. I saw it twice. I think and I saw then it twice. the second time you saw it was with me at 9 o'clock in the Chamonix on a Saturday we'll, morning. We'll get to my little my experience of that movie coming up. But my number two, I went with Star Wars. No, I was done. That's fine. Oh, I thought you were. You, go ahead. My number two. Good job, Episode 7. Can't wait for 8. Star Wars Empire Strikes Back is my number two. No, Episode 5. Five in the series, correct. I mean, obviously, you know, Luke gets to find Yoda, gets to train. You have, well, probably the biggest spoiler where, obviously, Vader tells him he's his father. No. <laughs> I, well, that, to me, that's the best moment. But for me, the reason, I would say the reason why um, the, the original trilogy, they're not my number one. If you go back and you watch, you know, especially the fight scene of Obi-Wan and Vader, my two nieces could put together a better fight choreography than what, what that battle was. I mean, I don't know if you've seen it recently, but it's kind of a joke. And just now, just being what we've grown up with, um, we're spoiled with the special effects and what we can do now. Then obviously back then it was a you know, revelation. It was great. But that's why I couldn't give it the number one. My number two is episode four because it started the entire franchise. Episode four, New Hope. When they had originally released Star Wars in the theaters, the first theatrical run did not have episode four, New Hope in the title crawl. When the when the text came up in the beginning, when they redid the versions for home video and this, that, and the other, and they re-released them in 1997 in the theaters, yes, episode four, New Hope was there, and people were like, what the hell is this? But it let you know that this is episode four, five, six, yeah. 
then one, two, three, obviously, is the prequel movies, and then seven coming later. You kind of saw the writing on the wall that this was going to be a lifetime franchise spanning multiple generations of people, and this is not going to be slowing down anytime soon, but it paved the way for everything it was. The special effects were revolutionary for the for the mid-70s, which was, you know, 14 years before my time when this movie came out. I wasn't even a, a seed at this point, and but to see it, you know, like I said, I've I've just got into it in my early 20s. I'm 28 now, so I'm still newer to the franchise. Quite frankly, I tried to watch it as a kid a million times. I fall fall asleep every time. It just didn't hold me. But as you get older and you appreciate not only nostalgia, but you appreciate things that you never would have thought to as a child, it was one of those things that caught me. And I said, okay, I understand what this film did for the movie industry. I understand what this franchise means to millions and millions of people. And I understand the concept behind it that it's, yes, while a children's film at heart, there's a much deeper story to it that I'm down with. Oh, definitely. I mean, freaking Lucas created a whole world of this that so many freaking people love. And know? then Abrams destroyed it in seven. I'm kidding. It was my number three. Yeah, well, my number one, I went with J.J. Abrams, Force Awakens. But little tidbit, the day I was, I was literally leaving my house in five minutes to go see this movie in theaters when it first came out. And of all people who ruined it for me, our buddy Blaine's sister, Kate, Ooh. posted a screenshot of Harrison Ford. Spoiler alert, so if you didn't see it, pause it and come back. He lives the whole thing. He, he lives. The, the lightsaber going through his chest and his face. Like, that was the screenshot I saw literally on my way to the movies. You told me that you saw something, but you were nice yes, enough not to spoil I, it for me. I, and, I've, just like, and she just put it up there just like, the, you know, F with everyone like, uh... And I was like, really? there's another similarity between seven and four with Obi-Wan and, and Solo. And I was just like, really? But going in. OK, so I knew that. I mean, even if um, even if that I didn't see that, I may have expected just because how if you think back of the older films where he's obviously the crowd, you know, people are looking over top. He's walking to meet him in the center, trying to get his son back or whatever. But it sucked knowing that. Um I was really surprised with Daisy Ridley how she did, you know, did with, very well. You know, leading the film, him and uh, John Boyoga. I was just and um, who was the other guy? Um, I, Oscar Isaac played Poe Dameron. I, I I thought they were really good. They basically carried the film. And then obviously seeing Harrison Ford, you had Chewie come back and uh, Carrie Fisher, and then you had you know, think about it now when Carrie thinks back that her and Harrison Ford were banging all them years ago when she was 19 he was 30 40 some however old so that it, it just kind of a little awkward now when you think of you know like how awkward i wonder how awkward that was you know what i mean but it was still it was still a really good movie to see i thought jj jj abrams did a great job um to, you kind of keep the you know the story going keep it moving forward um kylo ren i thought was awesome um he probably should have kept his mask on but that's just me um i can't wait to see the other films that are coming out my number five, or my number oh, five. One, my oh, number shit. one would be episode five. Oh, the flow. Um, now, now, you had mentioned, obviously, Luke and Vader. I would say, for me, it was more the beginning of the film that got me. For some reason, I've always had an attachment to snow and ice. Okay. Ice types are my favorite type of Pokemon. Uh, I love the snow. I like to wear <laughs> shorts in the snow. It's like I've always liked to be cold. Yeah, so you. to see Hoth was the coolest thing I'd seen. Yeah. And even when I was in my 20s, when I finally saw it, and it's a 30-year-old movie by the time I seen it, had seen it, it still looked great, right? It still looked fantastic. And then, correct me if I'm wrong, the Walker, the AT, the, the, the Walker battle was, yeah. 
I mean, quite frankly, not only the special effects, but the the drama in that scene, the action in that scene. So the beginning of the movie for me got me. He slices open the stomach and sleeps in there and barely makes it back. He's hanging upside down, cuts off the arm of what I call Cthulhu, even though I'm very aware it's the Rancor. I think it's called a Rancor or Rancor or something, but I call it Cthulhu. I think that movie is just... It, it did what A New Hope did, but better. It's set up for episode six very well to kind of put that finality to it for at least the time for that saga. And obviously the Vader-Luke course, thing was the, one of the biggest movie twists in the history of film. Of course. Then you think it's like then really Luke kissed his sister, blah, blah, blah. You know. But good top three, brother. Moving into TV. Well, you already said it. Oh, we're in TV now. Iron Fist showrunner to ho- to run in humans show. Scott Buck, which is uh okay, you know, but I thought people should know that at least if you're a Marvel fan and human fan, you hit the table. Got to keep it our theme alive. I got nervous. Next up, we'll go for obviously, well, no surprise here. Luke Cage season two. Who wasn't still expecting. didn't see season one. Still don't care. Uh, I mean, this is all you. I mean, obviously, Netflix. I'm looking through it. I can't yeah. find something I Net- care about for, like, four topics. N- Netflix, obviously, doesn't release their viewership, but they, we just know that Luke, Luke Cage was a huge hit for them. Um, it was able to kind of connect with everybody. Yeah. It, you know, yeah. You know, regardless of age, race, White, black, gender, blue, it don't matter what you are. Everybody could be yeah. able to except for me. Well, but, I'm, the only, I'm the one on the outside. But, but you didn't. But you still. I would have. I would have watched it. I just don't find. I would much rather, in the very limited time I have on weekends, the 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. four-hour window, I get to myself. I would much rather be playing a video game as opposed to watching. No, no, TV. No, and that's why I was saying you're more of a video game player. You know. But with Sun and Moon, I could have it in the background. But then I would not be able to pay attention. I'm trying yeah, to put things yeah, there's on. There's no way. I, I'm trying it's, to like do that. It's not working for it's me. It's too hard. And I know there was an update for the um, the DBZ Super. I know I think last pod we said it was going to be kind of more the end of January. Now Adult Swim, obviously it's going to air January 7th on Adult Swim Toonami at 8 p.m. First season will have 26 episodes. I can't freaking wait. I will watch every single one. I'm saying if you can't and you miss them, I'll DVR them all no, for and, you. And, and that's obviously, you know, I, I don't know if it's going to be a Friday. or I think it might be even a Saturday at 8. So it, even if I can't, like you said, that would be great because yeah. obviously they're only 22 minutes with no you know, no commercials. I'll DVR them for you just in case you miss one. And perfect. Whatever. You to man. I appreciate that. No problem. Anything for you, man. Uh, Legion, the X-Men, I'm sorry, Legion, the TV show is going to have an X-Men connection. It's been announced to have eight episodes. Eight episodes. going to be early 2017. Um, they they released a little teaser trailer. Um, uh, basically, he's they've been kind of telling him that he's schizophrenic, that he's ha- you know kind of has these issues, and he's hearing these voices. And then I guess he meets maybe um, another I guess person in the facility, and maybe he starts to believe his visions or what he's hearing or seeing. So I, I mean, I'm I'm interested. They said it's going to be in the same universe as the the X Men film, the film series. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you and say, I, you know, oh, my God, I can't wait for this. Like, I'm, I'll probably watch it, but, you know, we'll see, where, we'll see where that goes. Critically acclaimed anime Attack on Titan. We talked about it before. Season 2 announcement is not an announcement, but they did say spring. No problem with that. That was perfectly fine. They get picked up on that. Can't wait to hear right. that when we do it. Um, it has now been officially said, though, not only will it not be spring – I'm sorry, not will not be spring. I'm sorry. Not only will it be spring, but they got even more specific. We're looking at April for Attack on Titan season two. It's finally coming. 
and that's not the the Blu-ray release. That's just when no, it's no. That's to, when it's going to come out in Japanese. They do not. They're going to simulcast with Funimation, so they don't know if there's going to be an English dub available at the time, or if it's going to be on Crunchyroll okay, as in Japanese, you. maybe subbed, maybe not and dubbed. You saw the first season, right? I own right yeah. there. And the first season, I, I have Blu-ray. I thought it was so sick. I. It yeah. looks great on Blu-ray. I mean, it got delayed a little bit, which is fine. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll it, st- it's the last Guardian of Anime. Uh, <laughs> I'm st- uh, not quite. I'm still probably going to wait, though, for Blu-ray, just for when it comes out, just so I can bang them all out at once, so I don't have to freaking wait every goddamn week. I already watched enough as it is. Yeah. Um, also, <clears throat> I'm excited to see where that season story goes. Um it's, I look at it like Game of Thrones. How else can it end? It, you know, I look at Game of Thrones as the only chance human humanity has against the White Walkers is the dragons. Okay. I look at Attack on Titan, and I see inevitably everyone getting and eventually, alive. inevitably and eventually, everyone going down in flames. And the, the thing I love about it, it's so brutal. It is brutal. Bloody mess. It's it's, it's awesome. Speaking of Game of Thrones, they have. Interest in bringing in a UFC, well, I'm sorry, let's, let's, an MMA, we don't want to just, uh, UFC, MMA fighter, Conor McGregor, to come onto the show. And that's, that's kind of pretty cool. I will not watch that episode. I hate him, yeah, and I'm right. very open about that. I would love. I can't stand Conor good. McGregor. I hope he's on the biggest fight scene. I'm like, I want to hold you to it. I want you to watch it. He'll, his episode will get the highest ratings of the season. Depending what episode or what episodes Guaranteed. that he's in. In all reasons, he's in it. One of the, I guess, the director's. his accent works. Well, that that and one of his one of the um, I guess the producers whatever is a huge UFC guy and MMA they, MMA they headhunted him down and they got him obviously threw him guy into his well, the most money. popular the most popular mixed martial artist and the most popular TV show on premium cable I think it's a match made I'm, in heaven I'm sure it will why not I'm totally over it crazy if you got the other bodybuilder guy to play the mountain so the last thing we have on TV is obviously Game of Thrones usually comes out in April however it got pushed back to I believe June or July I think late June June 29th maybe taking its place in its April run will be the final season of Leftovers have you have you watched Leftovers one episode I think isn't that Liv Tyler I I never I love Liv Tyler I never I I don't know this show just didn't it's a slower it didn't burn. Entice me to, to even start it. So and I will never start it. I started Deadwood again. Good as you should. Yeah, the leftovers. Should. I tried one episode. It, it didn't necessarily speak to me like crazy. I think maybe once it's over and I can binge the whole thing, maybe I'll do it. Because if I get into it now and I watch the whole thing, I gotta wait till yeah. April. I'm just not interested. Nah. But that'll take Game of Thrones spot, uh, and then Game of Thrones obviously will come we'll, back we'll later. We'll take over. The last topic we have for the night is music-related. It's trivia-related from the earlier part of the show. It is the early November. Uh, obviously, we talk about the bands we like as opposed to you know the mainstream stuff, so apologies if you're into that. But we're trying to open your eyes to maybe some lesser-known bands that you can get into the early November. Been around for 15 years, and they're showing it with a 15-year anniversary acoustic record with brand-new recordings spanning their entire discography. Yeah, from literally CD1 to, the, I guess, the newest CD out. Yeah, yeah, the new songs are on there, too. I just wanted to applaud your math. I'm just making sure. No, you're I, right. I'm going to try because I don't, I don't, have, the, I don't what's, have... What's the first I don't, record's like I said, name? I don't... Uh, Shit, for all of this. Yes. Okay, cool. And what's the latest record's name? Oh, God. And for it. all this, I'm one's the worst. Eight. I'm the worst. <sighs> I can't think. 
It's Imbue. Jesus Imbue, Christ. Yeah. Oh. I mean, and, and I don't have the, the acoustic songs, the list in front, of me, but I did solve it. Was, it. was it 15 songs? Yes. And I Want to Hear You Sad is not on there, and that is the other November tattoo I have. Oh, but we heard that acoustic. It wasn't that already. That it was, was on the acoustic record which was, I, in 2003 or four. Which is fine. I, and I it think, was, I and think it that's was okay. on dusting off the old I mean, guitar. You wanted that song. I wanted Pretty Pretty. So we're, we're both kind of like, Later, okay. The early November, when I reached out to them, they did they did reply and they did give me a legitimate reason as to why it's not on there. It's just they wanted to bring to light some newer songs yeah. that haven't had a chance and, and to make, shine yet. And it makes sense. It makes sense, but I wished it. You know, I'm kind of overhearing Ever So Sweet. Oh, no, I'm, dude, I'm, I know that's I'm always, I know that's the room's too cold, but I would have one hundred percent. But everyone loves that song, and, I know, and it, but and it's it, acoustic it, already. It, it, and me, I'm I could probably never hear that song again in life and be happy. I, that's one of my favorite songs to cover, but still, well, I want to hear you said is the reason early November is my favorite band. It's my favorite song of all time. It's tattooed on my arm. You'll just have to go and hear it live, brother. We hear it live every time exactly. they play it. It's so. a staple at shows. Exactly. I'm just surprised. I'm still surprised they didn't do it. They gave a legitimate reason. I'm happy and with it. And I know it. you pre-ordered. And people, I did. I already paid for it, and I got decoration for nothing. As like a little pre-order bonus, they gave me decoration. It's really good. It's, called, it's like January, right? comes out in January. January 20th. Yep, right, right after Christmas. Boom, I pre-order. Speaking of 20th, this has been our 20th episode of We Podcast and We Know Things. We really appreciate all the things you guys have been uh, doing for us, supporting us, um, listening to every episode. We recently changed services, and our viewership, our listenership has not gone down one bit. You guys have resubscribed to the new feed. You guys have actually been using more devices to listen to us, more apps than just iTunes and Stitcher, so we really appreciate that. Some people, uh, I, I have... I texted you the other day and I said somebody may have gone and downloaded our last five episodes. I can confirm that somebody actually went in. They're going on a cruise and they wanted to bring us with them. So they downloaded our last five episodes. Oh, how sweet. Yeah. So that's, that's, a, that's, that's awesome. a really huge compliment. So I'm super excited. Thank you. Shout out to Rob. We really appreciate that. Uh, so listen to us while you're in the Bahamas. That's pretty neat to know that, that that's going to be happening. Whether you just did it to appease me or not, you bastard. I'm excited for <laughs> He's it. He's appeased. <laughs> and we thank you because I am very much appeased. Uh, we will see you next week for our legal drinking age episode of we podcast and we know things my name's greg hall i'm sam and we will see you for episode 21 crack a beer baby with mimosas